This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, an awesome brand new episode with guests Ross Noble and Pete Jones. But before we get into that, we have to let you know about a couple of little things that we have coming up. If you are one of the precious few that are lucky enough to have tickets to our sold-out show in Brisbane this weekend, we will see you at the New Globe Theatre, 4pm this Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a huge double episode, back-to-back, and if you missed out, tough titties. Uh, of course, that's on March 10, but March 17, uh, if you did miss out in Brisbane, uh, you've just got a short trip to go interstate to see our next live show. So uh, I'm, I'm sure if you couldn't be fucked getting off your ass to buy a ticket in your hometown, you'll mm. be wrapped with travelling to a, a place far, far away, which you can call... Adelaide. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and okay. of course there are 130 of you in Brisbane that missed out on tickets to uh, that show, so that should just about fill up the room in Adelaide. So right. if you could all get over there, that would be fantastic. I love how life works out perfectly sometimes. That's mm. great. And uh, this madman over here, not only am I doing one underattended show in Adelaide, I'm also sticking around the next day to do a preview of my new festival show, Leisure Suit Tommy. It's at 7.15pm at the Howling Owl Cafe. Uh, come down to that. I would love to see you there. But uh, yes, two big podcasts on the Saturday in Adelaide with awesome special guests. Uh, Yeah, heaps of great stuff planned for those two. And of course, if you want to see the full version of your little uh, stand-up comedy show, you can see it in Melbourne starting what date? March the 28th. Great. At the Cooper's Inn, running until April the 8th. And also just recently announced two extra shows on the Sundays, the final two Sundays uh, of April. Not quite. April the 15th and 22nd at the European Beer Cafe, immediately following uh, your show, which is immediately following the podcast. Great. Uh, And my show is on slightly different dates. To you, I am not uh, on the same dates apart from those ones. I'm April 8 to 22. So mine uh, goes straight after the live podcast that we are doing on every Sunday of April, the first four weeks of April. Uh, Of course, we're doing three at three o'clock, 3 p.m. Sunday, April 1st, 8th, 15th and 22nd at the European Beer Cafe. Um, You know what they're like. If you're in Melbourne or have visited, you're going to see the biggest names, the fullest houses, the most fun, the most fun episodes maybe of the year. Certainly, given they're all, you know, it's like the Spice Girls, Tommy. You Mm. know, when you see them all. Never heard of them. Yeah, you never heard of the Spice never Girls. Never heard of the Spice Girls. Do you only do you are you only into things that have happened in the last five or ten years? Yes. Right. So even this podcast I'm not really right. into. <laughs> right. Well, I can't blame you for that. Um, so it's like that. It's like the, the the Spice Girls that you don't know. You know, you see them all in a row, and, and they look even better. That's that's what the podcast in Melbourne look like. I don't, I'm not quite sure how this analogy works. Well, this if was you a see theory. a podcast by itself, it's not very good. Yeah. But if you see Five of them. Yes. Then they're really good. Yes. So does that mean over five weeks we're going to have baby podcast, yes. sporty podcast, yes. scary podcast, yes. ginger podcast, yes. posh podcast should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Posh. Um, which which are you most looking forward to out of them? Well, to start with, I'm quite stunned how you knew the five podcasts when you'd never heard of the Spice Girls about two minutes ago. Well, no. I, I mean, I know I know those five girls individually. But oh. I don't know of the collective Spice Girls. Right. I just took a punt then. Right. I, because there's five of them and you said five. Right. And I just happened to list off a list of the five things that I'm aware of. And it, 
it just managed to match up. Well, I wonder when they invented the Spice Girls. I wonder what sort of conversation they had about how many Spice Girls there should be. Now, when you say invented, mm. I was under the impression that they all just kind of got together and a deep, deep love of a uh, deep shared you passion You had of no music. understanding three minutes ago of anything. <laughs> So the understanding that you took in within the last 90 seconds. Well, again, seconds. I know that they're all – anyway, let's let this go. Uh, <laughs> we've got far better things to get to. Oh, yeah, to. we should do that at the end of the episode. Sorry. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so live podcasts uh, coming up April. Uh, Melbourne, our solo shows, littledumdumclub.com is where you can find all of that stuff. You can also support us on Patreon if you would like to, and uh, there's links to that on the website. It is uh, a way for you to show your support of the show. We are going to read out some names of people who support the show on Patreon. Patreon at the end of the episode. Um, but for now, enjoy this brand new episode with awesome special guest Ross Noble and equally awesome special no. guest Pete Jones. That's just wrong. Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. You've done it again. You've, you've got this weird new insistence that we always record in the dark. You've got us sitting here. I can barely see any of the gentlemen sitting in front of us. Yeah, I feel less awkward like this. It's good. I feel like we were all a bit more truthful in the dark. I think it's going to work a lot better. <laughs> I usually just absolutely lie to you every week, but I feel like I can be finally honest now. You can really be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, I wish you weren't a co-host on this show. <laughs> oh, wow. Get those lights back up. It's hurting my feelings. Uh, we have two great guests on the show today. First of all, he is an absolute master of improvisational comedy. It's Peter Jones. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Known Here for his crazy tangents. <laughs> Always uh, deviating off script. That's me. Hey, everybody. Uh, also joining us, first time on the podcast. Very stoked to have him here, Ross Noble. Yeah. Oh, it's, nice. it's lovely to be here in the dark. Yeah. What I especially like about this is the fact that there's um, two enormous disco lights just above your head there. Yeah. Right. With uh, motorised, revolving, mirrored Cylinders is the only way I can describe them, <laughs> and yet we're sitting in this darkness, and those they're doing nothing but let, I'm able to see your knees mm-hmm. from above <laughs> in one we, of those cylinders. If we turn that thing on and it goes straight off Daslow's head, we'd all be blinded. So just <laughs> straight into my head, sweet, yeah. back. sweet mercy. Yeah, it goes off my head onto Jones's head. It's like the pink. It's like the dark side of the moon cover. Yeah. Just this <laughs> sweet prism but of light. Then off my head, that's like antimatter. That would, that would sort everything out. Yeah. We got now. We got embarrassingly excited just then when we were standing waiting for you to turn up to the podcast, and then and then we'd. Got Pete as the, the second <laughs> guest, and then you walked up with Tony Jones, and we very Tony excitedly. Jones? Then, Tony Jones. Oh, sorry, Tony, Tony, Jones. Tony Martin. No, 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 Tony, Tony Jones. No, from uh, National Nine News. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> Tony Jones. Reference. And then we were and so then, excited. And Tony then Jones uh, Tony here. Jones, and then I had a small cart, and who should be in the cart? But Clint Stanaway, <laughs> who's who's got to be my favourite. He's my favourite uh, Australian correspondent. Oh really? Now it's time. Who's your top three? Clint Stanaway. 
Uh, well, Tony Jones, uh, uh, Clint Stanaway, and... Um, you just saying Tony Jones because you were just hanging out with him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sort of rock and roll lifestyle I lead. Tony Martin. Tony, Tony, Martin. Martin. Tony, Tony Jones Martin. insists that he must always have uh, the Melbourne skyline behind him yes. at all times. Yeah. Otherwise, he doesn't get recognised. Well, to be you, fair, you, Tony Martin just had the Melbourne skyline behind him when we saw him because he was in Melbourne. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Tony Jones... <laughs> He literally, if you take... You weren't with Tony Jones then, by the way. If you take Tony Jones out into the bush, right? If you take him out there (laughs) and you stand him in front of 100 people, he can never open, officially open, a country show because nobody recognises him. As soon as he stands in front of the Melbourne skyline, oh, my God, it's Tony Jones. It's like anti-camouflage for him. If Tony Jones stands in the woods, is it really Tony Jones? Exactly, no. It's only if he has the Melbourne sky. Yes, Tony Martin. Yes. (laughs) Tony Martin. And also... Also, I'd like to, you might like to Google this actually. Just that we were actually talking about this earlier. I might uh, Google Tony Martin to learn his name. Actually, to, well, so, yeah. Tony Martin, uh, the uh, popular right hand comedian, uh, not Tony Martin. Who do you know the other Tony Martin and what he's famous there's for? There's a few. There's an actor that used to be on a show called East Street in Australia. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a, a New Zealand in the tour it? of. Tour de France? Yeah. Yes. My favourite. So you know those Tony Martins, but you yeah. don't know this one. You <laughs> yeah. My favourite Tony Martin is the man who famously used a shotgun to kill uh, an intruder in his remote farmhouse in the United Kingdom. Oh, yes. And he's your yeah. favourite rather than the guy you were just yeah. with. Right. Yeah. yeah. He is my favourite <laughs> Tony. But weirdly, he's also Tony Martin's favourite Tony Martin. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. That's kind of sad. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. very self deprecating when yeah. you can't. Can't even get your own t- in, in your own top one. Yes. You so yes, I did turn up with Tony Martin. He was showing me where the venue was. Yes, right. Well, yeah. he turned up and we saw you with him, and we'd just booked uh, Pete to be on it, and we both hurriedly went, "Let's get him instead," without referring to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no, please, please." I know you, what the fans yeah, want. you were a real cuck about it. You were yeah. like, "No, no, I'm happy. I'll bump myself. Yeah. I understand." But what's delightful is that unfortunately he was too busy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is good. I just want anyone listening to be clear that I did not make Tony Martin leave. Yeah. I gave him the option. You yeah, know, we were. We, was we, were down. we are significantly disappointed in this podcast <laughs> from what we were five. But minutes you ago. were the first choice. <laughs> bumped to second choice, yeah. but then back to first. Yeah, choice. First. what a comeback! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made it. Yeah. yeah, you you were the second choice behind Ross Perot. Actually, yeah. we were hoping we could maybe get him. Yeah, he's doing the first Ross that came to my he's mind. He's dead now, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He is dead. That's yeah. why we couldn't get him. So you're here instead. Well, to be honest, this. Uh, morgue-like atmosphere that we've come down to with the darkness and the uh, the white shiny tiles there. Mm. To be honest, you could prop him up in here and allow his body to emit uh, sounds. And thank this... you for complimenting the comedy club I run here. Uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Basement just... comedy club every Saturday in Melbourne. No, thank you're you. right, though. The lighting in here at the moment, it's a little bit of a preview of what it's going to be like to be in a coffin one day. Yeah. It's good. really can't get past the fact that those are shiny morgue tiles. Are they really? Yeah. On the on the Yeah, look at them on the pillar there. Oh yeah, right. You see okay. what I'm saying? I would have to say I've never been in a morgue. No one I know has ever died, so I, I, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> <You've> <laughs> never. On. No, no one I know has <laughs> ever died. Yeah. Huh? I just from a long line of immortals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Family gatherings are a nightmare. I sh- uh, yeah, I should have mentioned in the intro I am a Greek god. So yeah. It's never 
come up on the show before in seven years. Something you've about never visited. I mean, can see what you're saying. You've never visited a morgue. No, I've never been to, in a morgue. You've never identified a body. No, surely I you must have been to a morgue for research for a film. No, I've, no. Surprisingly, <laughs> I have not been. Everyone's in a film. done that. No, I have not. I've That's... not been in any. Uh, Undertaker-related film or in any film. I read a very good book, which I can't remember the name of, so this story's redundant. <laughs> Was it called Down Among the Dead Men, I think it might have been called? Uh, about a woman who got a job as, a, as an assistant in it. was a very good book. So do buy that book if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just list all the titles of books that you've read yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then, you know, you'll narrow yeah, it down. Yeah, I've already read one and that's it. I can't remember. <laughs> Not that yeah. memorable. Right. What was the name of that? I'll try and remember it. Yeah, please. <laughs> Pete, ever been in a morgue? I have actually been in a morgue. Here I we went, go. Oh, you wouldn't get this the... with Tony Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Martin, no, Martin has well, never been. Ironic, the... Ironically, with the other Tony Martin, you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you'd probably end up in the morgue where, where were you? It was what? at the Ararat... Uh, Jair Ward. Uh, is it the mental asylum? Yes, yes. Jair Ward. Oh, it's one of finally Aus- something you two have in common, <laughs> right? Yeah, one of Australia's best... I would say low-key, but very good tourist attraction. Yeah, the, yeah. the haunted tour. Yeah. The ghost oh, tour. oh, whoa, hang on. You I think on. we might be talking about separate mental asylum. No, no. <laughs> you, no, definitely Jair Ward and Ararat. There's, um, yeah. um, is it Ararat or Ararat? Ararat. Ararat. How, Ararat. Many, how many mental asylum tours are there in this state? There's quite there's, a few. There's a few. Right. There's a lot. There's an awful lot. Um, but, you see, I went there when it... I think it had just opened as a tourist attraction, probably 99, I think it was. Okay. And I think at the time, they hadn't cottoned on to the ghost element. Uh-huh. At the time, it was literally just, would you like to come and see somewhere that used to be a, 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 a prison for the criminally insane? Yes. So It is the same one then. But now, yes. like I went in, it would have been uh, 2013, and then it was right. a ghost tour ah. at the time. And they take you to the morgue. Oh. There you go. Oh, right. Head off to Ararat. You can get a tour of the former mental asylum. Well, if we go there, we can be just like in a place we are right now. So we don't yeah. need Very to go similar. to Ararat. Yeah, give us the tile report. Do yeah. they match if, up? Do they run a comedy club in the Ararat <laughs> mental asylum tour as well? Or? Um, it's called the Funny Farm. Brilliant, Brilliant gig. Uh, the seating's a bit weird. It's sort of like very laid back and you have to yeah. slide into the wall. Apparently the, the, there's a lot of booing going on there yeah. as well. So it's not a great gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- uh, have you played the uh, the new art set? I say new, it's probably year two years old now. The uh, theatre in Bendigo that used to be a prison. No. Yeah, they took the old prison and then converted that into a theatre. So if you want to, if you're in Victoria and you want to uh, enjoy <laughs> comedy and former institutions, yeah. it really is all to play for. Right, I'm going to say Airbnb's yeah. gone too far with just the repurposing of existing buildings yeah, and yeah, yeah, houses. Yeah, yeah. Scott, have you been there, the, the Bendigo with the... No, no, I think great. Dave O'Neill might have done a gig there. Of course the other he has. Week. Dave O'Neill has done gigs it's in good. every place. And in actual prisons. He would, yeah. yeah, he would have done a gig in the morgue before it was converted to anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just there roasting a cadaver. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. turns up and makes his own gig. A, f- a friend of mine was telling me that he was doing a, an improv workshop uh, at a, in a prison uh, for, for people who had, you know, done things. 
And, uh, Teaching hardened prisoners how to do improv. Yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I will stab you to death. Yeah, well, that's what he said. There was Space a face jump. Still uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a suggestion? Sweet freedom. <laughs> well, that's the, that was the problem with it. He said that they were, you know, because they were trying to use like uh, theatre, like the, the you know theatre workshop in order to sort of like work with these people. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll have four. I <laughs> um, don't know if you could pick that up on the mic. No. Not at all. Uh, you good. sound like you need to head to Ararat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> this place is haunted. <laughs> just by no, the, there are just yeah. other people here. <laughs> yeah, I, always get them, I always get people and ghosts confused. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare. That. A lot of the same um, characteristics. Yeah. yeah. I go, what? He can't even walk. Why is yeah. he using the door? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Tony Martin's still alive. Just, right. just FYI. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he said they, they had to uh, go around and do, like, an action, you know, uh, we're walking, we're walking, and the next person is like... And then one guy started going, we're chopping, we're chopping. <laughs> and they all went, okay, let's just... And it turned out he had killed all his family. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah. But, like, imagine... I mean, imagine that. They haven't signed up for that. Like, I know I got 50 years, but I didn't deserve <laughs> improv training. Come on. <laughs> totally. Is that maybe to give him a bit of, like, hey, it could be worse. You yeah. could be on the outside <laughs> yeah, in an yeah, improv yeah. troupe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always something worse out yeah. there. Well, yeah. Well, look... Talk Glad about we've got that covered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've yeah. covered all the institutions. <laughs> Talking about uh, uh, the, that sort of dark subject matter, we've got some news. There's, there's a bit of running business in this show, Ross, that I'll introduce you to at the moment. Right. What we do is we run, and, and we will now say it's an annual thing. It's an annual podcast festival. But where we do it is we run it in Thailand, where we have no listeners, but right. we just bring our listeners to Thailand, Beautiful. to the, what, what we call, last year was the Koh Samui International Podcast Festival, Lovely. which only contained us as the podcast. Right. This year we've got two, uh, two podcasts, so we're going over there in June. Now, there's a lot of business to attend to. We've got a lot of people coming, but uh, uh, we've, been, we've, we've been trying to promote Koh Samui as a, as a beautiful tourist resort and, and, and the hub of podcasts in Southeast Asia, to right. be frank. Uh, and there's, there's, we've been giving it some very good PR. Today in the news, we've, we found out that there's been a gunfight between competing jet ski operators on the beach of wow. Chaweng Beach where we will be doing the podcasts yeah. in, uh, in June. One of the great things about doing a podcast where you talk about something very specifically is that if anything happens, you know, within that, within that specific realm, you get about a billion people tweet you the link to the news article about wow. it. So we've been doing PR damage control today. <laughs> I, I think that the last... I was listening to Triple G earlier and I think they were talking about... Jet ski shootout. <laughs> I think they're a band. It's a very yeah, right. jet ski shootout. It's a very common. W- were these? Was this a, a shootout on the beach around the jet skis, or was this on board the vessels? Unfortunately, not on the actual jet skis. It was two jet ski op- rival jet ski ah, okay. operators right. arguing over turf. Over turf, yeah, real right. turf. It's ironic, isn't it? Yeah, because they're on the sand. <laughs> if it was, uh, if it was groundskeepers. Yeah. Because this is, this is the thing that we're worried about now because, what, look, this has been my, my idea for a few months is that I, I tried to go over there and really tried to negotiate the sale of a bar. I wanted for our podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club, to buy a bar in Koh Samui <laughs> so that when we would go to the festival, we would own our own bar, have our own themed cocktails and parties and whatever it is. And everyone said to us, no, 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 it's too dangerous, it's too dangerous. And I've said, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And now I've got the fucking jet ski shootout in the news today, <laughs> which right. is not helping my cause at all. 
Surely what lowering would... the price of the bar, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, no, that's that's actually a good idea. Uh, what happens to this bar for the other 51 weeks of the year? Well, look, it... That would be called the down season in right. our terms. <laughs> it would be, the, yeah. the idea would be hopefully that that one week of the year would be extremely successful and might be able to paper right. over the cracks of the other 359 days of the year. Yeah. But that's I now feel the same way that my wife must have felt when I suggested building a climbing tower in our garden. <laughs> I said we could build a building, like a, like a, you know, like a, an actual building that could be used as an art studio, but at the same time, the outside of it would be an extensive climbing wall. Right. <laughs> and she looked at me with the look that I'm no doubt giving you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I made a joke to you before we started recording that this podcast was about model trains, and there's a part of you, I think, now going, fuck, I wish it was actually a podcast about model <laughs> yeah, trains, yeah. Yeah. so I don't have to hear these harebrained business ideas that I you've like got. I like it. Yeah. No, I think it's good. Why, well, why not buy a bar? Well, we, well, this is the thing. We're now, we're going to have like a, a, a sort of a pop-up bar on one end of the beach and this big party, but I'm literally in <laughs> Facebook negotiations with this other bar, because I went there a couple of months ago to really try and do a bit of research and uh, and uh, I know it sounds. Do you, do you have the funds to buy a bar, or we well, it's them? cheap over there. It's sure. like like there's a you lot just of shit. Win it in a shootout. Yeah, 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 exactly. And also, the last thing you want to be doing on the beach is popping up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So we, I went over there and sort of I, I did a silly thing where I just went there to try and talk to bars, and I would go and drink with. You know, managers and whatever and yeah. get drunk and then sort of start to go so what does this rake in a week and what sort of what would you let this bar go for and how's business going right. and so I did that with a lot of bars and this one guy just folded in front of me and sort of like I, I, I got drunk and then I said to him how's this bar going and he goes I gotta tell you not well and I Ooh. and, and, and wow. I, I might have given it away by the way I was rubbing my hands furiously together as he answered that but it's great too because you're not in any way a good drunk, so there's no reason for him to have to like, you know. And did he go? And what with its ideal beach location, <laughs> you could even rent say jet skis out from the go go. It's right in the middle of the turf of one of the jet ski yeah, companies. Yeah. yeah, there's enough room to swing a cat, shoot a pistol, whatever you want to do here. Yeah. Wow. So and it's good he... stuff. One of the guys did die, so it's a good thing oh. to talk about how, on a comedy how much, podcast. How much we talking then? Well, this, this so this is the thing. So a lot of the places. It goes up and down and whatever, but but you can't. The laws in Thailand are you can't really as a as a farang as a foreigner, yeah. you can't a hundred percent own the land or anything. All you can do is buy the business. Right. So I was talking to him about that sort of stuff and 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 how much I've, I've been doing a lot of research about how much you should be paying for a bar and whatever and 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 in the end I've got down to a rental negotiation with him where I've said okay, what if we just rent that bar for a week and the bar is like right next to the resort we're all staying we're all everyone's right. staying in one resort and all the podcasts are happening in one resort and this bar is so conveniently right next door right. and very conveniently a real piece of shit bar so it couldn't be that expensive <laughs> right, okay how much are we talking so he's he's gone the initial <laughs> offer he's he's gone back to me and uh and with a lot of uh lost in communication uh, uh sort of negotiations yeah. but he's come back to me with the opening offer is he wanted seven hundred dollars a day to rent out his bar and his bar is doesn't have a roof on it has got a couple of stalls where he's selling one dollar cocktails and i'm like i reckon I re- i'm in the middle of proper tie negotiations now so i went back to him with a hundred dollars a day and so now we're just haggling in the middle now seven hundred dollars well that's not good business surely i mean you know, have you been to thailand before yeah uh where have you stayed in thailand 
Uh, where did I steer? We steered in... Oh, God. <laughs> where was it? The week that I went to Thailand, I'd done... I'd flown... I'd done some gigs out in Afghanistan, flew back to... Well, now they're bringing the, Afghanistan to Kosamui on the beaches, yeah, apparently. Yeah. So, so uh, the jet skis of Afghanistan. Yeah, we stayed. Uh, God, where did we stay? It was we're just near where the boats leave to go off to that island. You seem <laughs> to, to not, You seem to not have remembered anything you've ever done. You can remember it happening, but anything specific, <laughs> <laughs> titles yeah, of things. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was on tour, and literally, my wife booked the holiday. Mm-hmm. We anything to get away, get you away from that climbing tower, we, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we flew in. I got in the cab. They took us to the hotel. I had the holiday. Went to the beach. Never really did any sightseeing. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask where you were at any was, stage. Oh no! Didn't try to, <laughs> no That's it, great. There was a lot happening. That that yeah. I'd be, I'd been working quite hard. I you mean, didn't try to buy a bar she, at any point. Oh. I did. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. She took us. She took us to a thing with some elephants. Didn't fancy that. She went on the elephant. I, 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 kept my distance. Exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to do that. You don't want to so, let yeah. them profit from the trained up elephants and whatever. Were bullets raining down on you at any point? <laughs> oh no, it was a full, as a family we went out and had a full fight, a full <laughs> firefight. It's wonderful. Yeah. Great. Yeah, but I, yeah, it was the week I'd been, I'd been in the UK and then I'd been there and then I was, and then I went back to the UK. This is all helping us work out which place it is. <laughs> yeah. no, then I'd done some gigs for the troops out in, in Afghanistan so I was kind of a bit, I was backwards and forwards and yeah. I just don't buy this as an excuse for being somewhere for a week and never knowing where but it I, is. I love it. I love the it's idea. It's so of, good. I would love to be at a stage of going overseas somewhere and then leaving then someone saying, where, what country were you in? I don't know. I didn't bother. <laughs> I didn't ask. I thought that would be yeah. rude. I think it's an Australian thing. It's such a big deal to go anywhere because yeah. everything's so far away. But yeah. what you've also got to remember as well, right, is the fact that, like, I'll be on tour, right, and I've got a tour manager who's, like, responsible for making sure that I get on stage and, mm-hmm. and that I can go like a whole... This is a terrible thing to admit, but I can go like a whole week where I sometimes have to turn to my tour manager and say, where are we tonight? Awesome. And, and he'll say the name of the town and I'll go, right, okay. Because I'll just literally just, right, okay, check in, hotel, right, check out. Here we are, another theatre. Looks pretty much the same as the last one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's... yeah. yeah. Right. I don't like to do that, but sometimes, you yeah. know, if it's a long tour, you can get... And then, yeah, I, I sometimes allow my wife to take that role <laughs> we, well. we We do that a little bit. I mean, sometimes we go on tour and we, look, we turn up at some theatre, it's completely empty, and we go, oh, hang on, we don't need to ask where we are. This is Adelaide. Yeah, you're kind of in the, the sweet spot of every performer's dream where you, you don't seem to get the Adelaide effect. People in Adelaide just come out to your shows. Yeah, well, you're Adelaide well, proof. That's where we want to get at some well, stage. Why? Why is Adelaide so? Well, can I just a... can I just point out as well, yes. right? That I literally, my wife bought our current house. My wife bought that house without me seeing it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. This is uh, just so you understand the level of of. Uh, uh, just how disconnected from reality. <laughs> <laughs> just so you're aware. But so then that thing yeah. early, from earlier, that's on her. Like you get to come in and go. Well, the fucking thing doesn't even have a climbing tower. Yeah, exactly. like, if yeah. I'd seen it, I could have that, vetoed that is, this. That is 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> so the Adelaide effect. What is there a? It's it, you're you're it, it's you're bulletproof with Adelaide. You're at a stage where you're so big. 
that people in Adelaide will buy tickets in advance to you. That is, Whereas yes. there's, 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 that's the top of the tree. There's you, right. there's Will Anderson, there's a couple of people like that. Then there's the rest of us that people from Adelaide won't buy tickets in advance and on the day they might, if they fancy, oh. turn up. And is that, is that, a, uh, is that an adv- like they don't like in advance or they just don't like going out? There's like bands and stuff that won't come to Adelaide because the, the tour promoters are just like sick of... You know, blowing a gasket because it seems like no one's. Because it'll be the, the you know, uh, whoever will turn up to Adelaide and uh, there'll be 20 tickets sold, and then the day before, everyone gets up and goes, "Oh, that's right, we wanted to see that show." There's a million tickets on the day because if, because it's a town, I guess it's it's a bit of a country town effect where people go, "We know there'll be room." No one's no one's buying tickets in uh, advance. Okay. We'll be right. We'll rock up on the door. It's not like in say Melbourne where. When your show will go on sale uh, next month, and, and it's on sale now, oh, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't say next month. I don't want to start the Adelaide effect in Melbourne. <laughs> the trick is to play a room that's, that you. That, so the trick is to play a room. Now, that might be a two seater. Yeah. You need a room where it sells out so people try and buy a ticket and go, oh, they've all gone. Yeah. And then the next time they go, all right, we'll try and get to, oh, it's all gone. And then you always stay just that little bit under yep. your potential. Yep. And right. then every time you try, so then the next time, they get their fingers burned a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Every time. And then Unfortunately, the we can't find a room small enough yeah. for that to happen to us in Adelaide. Just do a phone box or a taxi or something. <laughs> yeah, phone box, do they still have them? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Ask from, your the, wife. from yeah. the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> Probably in Adelaide, um, they do. If, if I had to pick a city found, in this country. Adelaide's been very... Uh, yeah, always. Don't rub it in. They always got. <laughs> no, they're, they're great, Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're great. You know, the, both of them that come to our show, they're, they're, <laughs> okay. they're great. Have you found that constantly berating Adelaide has helped or hurt uh, your tickets? Yeah, look, we do, we do have a bit of a spiral where we blame Adelaide for our woes, and I don't know if it's made people if it's, it's made people come or not come as much. I think some people are quite angry with us, but it does drive <laughs> us insane. And it, me- it means that a lot of people send us links of whenever, say, for you example, I-, I think Will Anderson sold out a show the other day, so everyone sends us that and goes, look, Will Anderson's selling out Adela- Adelaide. It's not Adelaide's problem. It's like, yeah, yeah, fucking Will Anderson sells out everywhere. That's not a, you know, it's not well, a relatable and, thing and for us. I played the entertainment centre, the big arena there. It's <laughs> <laughs> chocker, bro. We get it, mate. I don't know what you're on We get about. it. <laughs> Well, now I'm not this doing this night. time. I'm just doing. I think it's just five shows at the Thebit. Yeah, it's only like two thousand. Yeah. Well, this is. I haven't told you this, but this is what's happening now. Is it's sort of got. There's. I think there's some people that are pissed off with us. Yep. And deliberately not buying tickets because of it. But yep. on the other hand, there's been a couple of people who've contacted us to go. Look, I'm coming by myself. I feel so bad hearing about you guys rabbit on about how no one comes that I just bought four tickets. Right. I'm just coming by myself, but I just wanted to put a bit extra in. Still to looks. Spur you still on. looks empty though. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It helps the bank account. Doesn't help the yeah. self-esteem on the 17th of March. Yeah. I tell you, what, I saw an Adelaide, which I became utterly obsessed with. Um, do you know? Uh, I, I went to the uh, this music festival there. It's two years ago now, I think. And they, uh, they is at the, at the agricultural, you know, the showgrounds and all that. Right. I think I know the yeah. answer to this, but can you remember the name of the festival? Is it Future Music? Ah, oh, okay. Future right. Music. Right. Very nice. Why? What was the? No, just because the. Oh well, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. seem to know. I- ironically, my tour manager did sort it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was Future Music, and um, we went to see. Uh, you, see you know that, that. You know that two chains. Mm-hmm. Do you know two chains? Yeah. The, the rapper, yeah. Yeah. 
all I want for my birthday is a big booty hole. <laughs> and, yeah, it's all he wants for his birthday, you know. Doesn't want vouchers. <laughs> it's a big booty hole. And it was, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Not necessarily the show, just seeing a man on stage rapping away, talking about wanting nothing more for his birthday than a big booty hole. Yeah. And whilst doing it at an agricultural centre. <laughs> because there was signs up everywhere, you know, cattle this way, and he's two chains as it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. So what kind so of... What it was cra- packed as well. Oh, so I was going to say, two chains is nothing. He's not going off about the packed. lack of sales. I think uh, people did think it was an agricultural auction, though. <laughs> so tricky. Maybe yeah. that's where we need to move to. Just where like was the a, venue? Where did you play in Adelaide? The Rhino Room. Right. You'd know the it's Rhino shut Room. shut now, isn't it? Uh, it's they've moved, moved to Oh, yeah. it's moved. They've, yeah, they've moved it. Uh, yeah, them being shut probably doesn't make much difference on our attendance anyway. No, uh, yeah. no. But we will be there very soon because when this podcast comes out, you'll be in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. At the Sabbath and yeah. Theater. So there's plenty of. There's, there's... Please come. Yeah. Don't take this as an invitation to send your tickets back. Oh, we'll show you, Norma. You know what happens to me a lot in Adelaide, which I quite like, is there. I've got all manner of. Um, Local confectionery yes. in Adelaide. Oh, right. And I get given a lot of it on stage. It's a very unique place compared to the rest of the country, I think. I, I really like Adelaide. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It just drives me nuts looking at those sales figures. I really like Adelaide <laughs> as a Forget town. the candy. Yeah. The Whenever I go there, I'm like, oh, I wish I was here without the constraints of doing a podcast. Here. Yes. This is what I like. This, this is what I like about Adelaide. I got chatting to a fella outside the court, right? You know the you know the courts down there. The, no. There's, well, they've got. Maybe it's if you did a bit don't, more. We, hey, people, we can't even get arrested in Adelaide. That's how <laughs> unpopular we are. <laughs> um, so there's a court down there, and I was I got chatting to a reporter, a court reporter down there. Uh, you know, does all the crime stuff, and I said to him rather naively, I said, uh, "Course, uh, you know, Adelaide's like the murder capital, isn't it, of, of Australia?" And he went, "Whoa." I'll stop you there. <laughs> he said, no, it's not. He said, that is actually a myth. All the murders and stuff. He said, what it is, he said, it's, it's got the most amount of bizarre murders, right. but not actual murders. They don't get that many, but when they do, they're really odd. They like, right. they like to show off. And I went, oh, this fella seems to know an awful lot. Turns out he's written a book on that very subject. I read his book. Very good. Right. Can't remember the <laughs> name. <laughs> no, I think it's called Murder City. Right. Okay. Yeah. He sounds like he's a bit competitive there. Like he's uh-uh. a bit pissed off that they're not the overall rank holder. Yeah. No. No. I think he was. I think he was trying to say, look, don't start thinking Adelaide. You're gonna get murdered here. But if you are, it'll be in <laughs> a that, really weird. Is that way. sort of just like you know Adelaide Fringe? I mean, you, you hang around the the gardens or whatever to fly because there's a lot of people going to see comedy. This guy's just flying outside the court for his book. Yeah. Well, yeah. Someone walks past and says much. something about the courts. Funny you say that. That's in my book actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's like a different strain of the. Ambulance chaser. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, Pete, you've just been over in Perth yes. doing shows at the Perth Fringe. Yes. I was over in, I was, uh, in Perth. I was doing some shows over in Perth. People buy tickets over there? People did buy tickets over there. Oh, they love it. They love it in Perth. Don't I'm like the, the dogs in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go to Adelaide like next weekend, aren't you? Yeah, you've made, you've made the effort, haven't you? Like, make, you've made the effort to go to Perth. Yeah, yeah. They love you for it. Yeah. I love you for it. That's why Alice Cooper's always there. 
What? <laughs> is Alice Cooper always in Perth? Always in Perth. Really? Why? Uh, golf. Loves oh, the, loves yeah, the, he does love golf. Loves the golf. Is there good and, courses uh, in Perth? Uh, I'm guessing so. Yeah. <laughs> Only time I've ever played golf was in Perth. Right. With Alice Cooper? <laughs> no, with, with my wife. We, uh, we were on the driving range. We'll get back to you, Pete. Sorry. <laughs> we were on the driving range and we sh- there was a dead bird and we were trying to hit the dead bird. <laughs> she hit it right in the chest and its, arm, like its arms, its wings flapped up like that. As the ball hit it, my wife. And then, you know, the little Zamboni thing that collects up the golf balls? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just took it on ourselves to try and whack the balls at that as hard as possible. Right. And the bloke didn't know who was doing it because there's a line of golfers. Oh. Could be anywhere. And it was just a swearing man in a small Zamboni. <laughs> Brilliant afternoon. Other than that, I hate golf. So how was your trip to Perth? Yeah, so Perth is great. Uh, I didn't hit any dead birds with golf balls. But right. um, I, I actually got... I, this, I think it might have been like the first time I've ever been recognised in the street. Happened in Perth. I was walking down the street one night and a guy points at me and he goes, Dum Dum Club. Nice. Oh, and I said, cool. he goes, Peter Jones, you're on the Dum Dum Club. And I said, yeah. He goes, get on it again. I'm like, uh, I'll see what I can do. I think Ross uh, Noble's going to be in town <laughs> yeah. soon. So. As long as Tony Martin's busy, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll do my best. I'll be right back on. Yeah. But then he gets, because I was doing a show over there, he goes to me, I was going to come see your show, but in, instead I'm going to go see Nick Kappa. So, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, brutal. Wow, look at all the names this guy knows. <laughs> yeah, he knows Nick Kappa, <laughs> Peter Jones from an episode a wow. year and a half doesn't, ago. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't he listen to any of the big name guest episodes? God. <laughs> he Hank, might find the smallest names he can find. Yeah. Hank Marvin from The Shadows. He lives in Perth. <laughs> Really? <laughs> one of, I think one it of, might have been him. One yeah. of Cliff Richards' backing yeah. band. Um, and also the um, rhyming slang for hungry. Hank Marvin. Starvin. Oh, yeah. right. right. Nice. Did that... So it leads to a lot of problems. I'm Hank Marvin. It's not really oh, yeah. something he did, though. Like, <laughs> he, oh, didn't, but he didn't get that going himself. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, if he's hungry, yeah. people just think he's showing off. <laughs> and it's the only... It's the only city, the only major built-up city in the world where you can land a fixed-wing aircraft in the CVD. Oh, wow. What, about, what do you think of that? How do you know that? Just facts, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> can't argue. Oh, sorry. It's facts. <laughs> you know. Well, we've verified I forgot about that. Facts. If, it's, if it's facts, yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm like the opposite of Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which they, which venue were you playing? I was at the Perth Town Hall. Nice. Yeah, it was lovely. And that lovely. sounds that's that sounds very big when that's the sort of thing that you put on your poster in Perth Town Hall and people yeah, think Perth Town Hall. is that what four thousand five thousand people? But would you have been in maybe the disabled toilet room? Maybe? <laughs> hey, look, it was next to the disabled toilet. Uh, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not not quite as big. Not, not no. It was more of a sixty. Oh. Sixty. Okay. Perfect oh. size for Adelaide. Mm, yeah. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want yeah. to take that down brick by brick, rebuild it in Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. and I'm then sure maybe, there's a 60 seater venue in Adelaide. <laughs> and then maybe put a curtain across it, you know, as well, just to just make it into a 30 maybe. Is the Rhino Room, is that because of their, because they're endangered, is that why they, <laughs> is it because, of, were they trying to replicate the, the name of the beast, but in venue form? Yeah, the new venue is called the Sanctuary Room. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know why they called it that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no idea. Um, but you've just come come back from the UK. You've just been in a, in a musical for a year. Yeah, yeah. eight months. I've eight been months. yeah, I've been doing uh, Young Frankenstein. I've been playing the Hunchback. <laughs> I go in Young Frankenstein in London's fashionable West End. Yeah, the Mel Brooks. And uh, is that a nice thing to get asked to audition for? 
Uh, well, they don't call... There's a, again, I don't want to give it the big one, but there's a point where they don't call it an audition, they call it a meeting. Right. Or a workshop. Right. And you turn up and you go, ah, oh, this is an audition. So, yeah, it's great, yeah. It's even better to get the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can see you're really so. slatching in your seat. It's like that p- pretending to be a hunchback for eight months every night has kind of really done some damage to your spine. Yeah, it's. I like to go the other way now. <laughs> like you to, try to balance just, it out. In fact, no, I am in the hunchback position, but I could do it that way. But yeah. then, um, you'll, you'll just reverse it for eight months and then call it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was awesome. It was, uh, yeah, I got to... Uh, he got to work with Mel Brooks for like he was there for. Oh, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He he. Um, so it was directed by a woman called Susan Strowman, who uh, she she's the she's basically she's like she's like this big time Broadway. She's won like more Tony Awards than anyone else. You know, there's a reason for that. She's very good. Right. And then uh, oh, some more ghosts coming through there <laughs> in the distance. Get a Potter's wheel out. <laughs> I'll get right up behind you. Um, and then um, yeah, and then so she she was directing it, and then um, and then every day uh, Mel would come in at, at lunchtime, and he would yeah you know, he, he doesn't get up. He's 92. Oh right. And um, yeah, so he'd come in every day, and then we just. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just just you know, rehearse the show and then we do, and then we sort of did the previews for it, and then he was around for all the previews, and then. And what sort of pointers does does he give you? Oh my god! Like, I, in fact, on my on my phone, I've got I've got um, recordings of of him talking. About, there's one line. There's one line where um, so there's this there's this what this song first song that we do. We're dancing around each other, me, the hunchback, and Dr. Frankenstein, and uh, they're singing about all these, uh, how they're going to be like, the, the two of them are going to be a double act, like the world's greatest pairs, and he sings uh, Jeeves, uh, Nolan, he's, uh, fuck, what was it? Oh, what was it? Uh, Is this a book? <laughs> uh, uh, you don't have your stage hand to yell out line to yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tough no, it's, now, it's hey? like Nolan is Gertie Jeeves and his Bertie Caesar and Cleo Dolores Del Rio and then uh, Frankenstein turns around and just goes wait a minute Dolores Del Rio that's one person that's not a pair and I go goes are you kidding do you ever see her in a nightgown <laughs> what a pair that's the, the line and I uh, yeah exactly and, um, Do we have to get the rights so, for this now? <laughs> no, because I, I said that I didn't hey, say that. Just, if just I, carry on young Frankenstein. <laughs> kind of, I think that I think the carry on's probably quite influenced by Mel Brooks. But um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's got a certain amount of Brooksian bawdiness to it. Yep. Anyway, I was going to do it in a real sort of like, like Terry Scott from Carry On. I was yep. going to do it like, a, what a prayer. <laughs> 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 like well, Mel wanted it to be done. Uh, he said, uh, "He goes, no, no, I want it like Jimmy Durante." And and so he went. You go, what a pair, what a pair, what a pair, like that. And so I start doing that. I said, "What's you want me to go? What a pair." And he went, "Okay." Record. So I press record on my phone, and I've got a recording of him, and he did it twenty times over and over again. <laughs> he went like this, what a pair. What a pair! What a pair! So is that your, what a pair. Is that your ringtone now? Because it absolutely should be. Yeah. So he's like, uh, 
Yeah, he's quite... In fact, hang on, I'll play you the thing. I, oh, I saw today that you had him on your podcast that you've been doing. Yes, uh, yeah, did you listen to it? Did, I did, I hadn't gotten up to the bit with the interview yet. Is the interview just you playing that recording of him saying <laughs> yeah, what a pair 20 Pretty times? much. It's, uh, <laughs> here we go. Right, uh, 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 Wait a minute. Dolores Del... One more time. Dolores Del Rio. Wait a minute. Dolores Del Rio? She's one person. That's not a pair. Are you kidding? You ever see her in a nightgown? What a pair. Fuck, <laughs> 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 yeah. now we can officially say we've had Mel Brooks on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yes. Um, so we know yeah, that we sure. could put the mic up to a TV at any stage and say <laughs> we've had George yeah. Clooney on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, you know, he's, he's 92. He's a living legend of comedy. And... Uh, yeah, and we we got to yeah. just got to work with him, learn from him, and just some yeah. great sexist advice from a comedy great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some stuff from a different era that would yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it is based on a film from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was based. It was a parody of a film from the thirties. Oh, based oh, yeah. on a book that was written. Who Maybe. knows when? Who knows yeah. what the book was? And who knows yeah, what the name of it is? We'll never yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that thing of like yeah, musicals based on films is like a pretty big thing at the moment. Like there's yeah. a lot of them kind of coming out. It seems. What would there would there be like another like if there was a film that was going to be turned into a musical that you could be in? Like what would you pick? I'd quite like to do the mask. <laughs> the, mask, the mask the musical yeah <laughs> there must be someone in the world working on that at the moment yeah I think somebody did try and do hang it hang on right. the mask as in Jim Carrey or mask with oh, Sure with Sher with the severely and, uh, disabled yeah uh, no, well the, what the some. fellow with the big face the, the huge Rocky. face yeah yeah that's the one I want that's to be the one. Yeah. that's the one right. oh man no I'm that's sorry. what I thought that's what I thought the Jim Carrey one makes more sense as a musical <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be amazing if, the, if that one, the, the Cher character, had, if the son with the big face had come out in a yellow outfit and sang, <laughs> Doubled sang, up. And sang Cuban Pete? I, chick, chick, boom, boom, chick, chick, boom. I no, that's goodness thought, gracious me. That's what I've done there. That was, my, that was literally my thought. Yeah. I thought that's what you meant, that movie, because I thought, well, you've done the hunchback thing. You only want to be in some sort of physically <laughs> yeah, disabled yeah, musical. No, that's, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the that's the dividing line in the age gap between you and me. People right. my age hear mask and go, oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe if they did Labyrinth, I wouldn't mind doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? They're all genuinely good ideas. It just, it, yeah. <laughs> Should I do some silly ones now? <laughs> well, I thought you had. But <laughs> Schindler's List. There we go. There it is. Uh, yeah. But you are, yeah, that's weird to be in the world. And you've sort of had to give up stand-up, not... Permanently, obviously, but you've yeah. been too busy to do any stand-up. I know, it's been crazy. It's so just do to eight, do... Eight shows a week, so you kind of, yeah. Yeah. You sort of... Although I was doing, like... I was doing gigs at midnight on a Saturday. Right. After I'd done a week of eight shows, and then two shows on a Saturday, and then I'd finish having just done, like, four hours of song and dance. Yeah, song and dance. And, and then, you've been yeah, dancing and, as well. And then, yeah, and then I'd go to... Uh, I'd go and do stand-up on a Saturday night at midnight, so... And the cast and crew would come along to the gigs as well, so that was a, that was a bit of a laugh. But so. you like being up in front of uh, the audience in the musical, like given what your stand-up is like, were you tempted at any point to just <laughs> just go <laughs> off on a riff yeah. and just see what happens? I was given permission. Uh, Susan Stroman, who directed it, basically said, she said there's a few actors that she's sort of given permission to, like because obviously you work with Nathan Lane a lot mm-hmm. and Roger Bart, and they were very good at sort of uh, riffing. 
Um, so we were allowed, myself and Hadley Fraser, who played the doctor, we were allowed to, if there was a technical problem, we'd go out and improvise in character. <laughs> so we, so, and, and sometimes, you know, because there was a lot of sort of, so a lot of like the set would break sometimes, and mm-hmm. so one night the set caught fire, which was that was a bit. <laughs> and of you're fun. and you're riffing off the back of that, just yeah, in, yeah. in front so of this blazing the, inferno. The, the is curtain. that under the banner of technical hiccup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was sort of like because the lab scene when things explode, you know, there's explosions. There's these big that shoot all these sparks out of the machines when like when we were making the monster, and then one night it just the the, the thing had moved and it, it had heated up the back of the set, so that caught fire, and then there was one night there's this giant door you know I don't know if you know the film but in the film there's a bit where they they take a candle out and the bookcase revolves so we had this big yeah. automated bookcase and then he'd get jammed in it and stuff there was one night where that didn't come on and the hermit's house kind of broke and stuff so they bring the curtain in and then me and the doctor would just go out front and then just start just start having these chats and the amount of those one night really made me laugh there's a woman in the front row and uh we're clearly just buying for time. Yep. And then, like, the doctor would lean back and just go, uh, let me just see, if, just get the feeling we might need to... No, no, we're still... Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, Why is the hunchback talking about they should make the whole plane out of the black box material? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the audience working out. Yeah, Frankenstein went for 12 hours tonight. <laughs> a lot of crowd work in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what was mad is this one night we were doing it, we'd been on about six or seven minutes. It's a woman in the front row looking through the program, like to check the seedless things, like you know, just like, oh, does this happen every night? Yeah. No, it this, doesn't. Because so. you said you got given license if something happened to start riffing, and then you described about eight different instances. <laughs> this this thing sounds like an OHS nightmare. It stuff. was stuff it, constantly going up the, in flames. Well, it was a really sort of uh, yeah. There's a lot going on in the show. You know, you've got like things flying in and out on wires and stuff exploding and. You've got like, yeah, there's quite a lot. Technically, there was there was a, a, a hair cart when they travel to the castle. There's like a moving hair cart that's like got motors inside mm-hmm. that makes it look like it's moving. And two guys dressed as horses, while the Inga character does a well. We sort of the three of us do this number, and she sort of hangs off the side of the cart. And one night that jumped out of its track. So we're trying to, she's singing away, and we're trying to do all these harmonies and you know sort of dancing away behind her on this cart and this cart was slowly working its way towards the front row <laughs> and we kind of and me me and the doctor are looking at each other going okay this at what point do we at what point do we bail out and go actually this is going to kill somebody and she's doing all these like like amazing like leg kicks and all that sort of stuff so but yeah we were allowed to do that but we but in terms of in terms of it, when the show was running smooth, it's too tight. It's like because yeah. it's because Mel Brooks's stuff is all it's all da 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 da. If all of a sudden you start going la di da di da, it's all that. It's, yeah, yeah. it's got it's that. Alarm, it's yeah. got that rhythm, you know. And yeah. it's sort of and also you you kind of 
you know, there's bits, bits and bobs where we, we sort of, and certainly in rehearsals, we were playing around a lot and certain things made it into the show. And, yeah, Did you have fans so. of your stand-up coming along and leaving, like, toffee apples and shit on the front of the stage? No, that was <laughs> absolutely not allowed. <laughs> but I know what you mean, yeah. Loads of people from a big coach party in from Adelaide. Yeah. All just, all just putting, like... Fruit yeah. chocks as far as... Fruit chocks, that's yeah. Because yeah. so, uh, I, I don't think I knew this about you, but a few years ago you were in a horror film done a few yeah yeah and I find that so fascinating like that you're like the the trailer that I watched for one of them was like really like quite violent like yeah. quite full on and you have kids like I, I think all the rest of your work is like so suitable for kids have, yeah. what age are you going to let your kids watch this like you just Absolutely going crazy because you're uh, one of them, you're a clown, yeah, 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 yeah. Life. I'm like a slasher clown that, yeah, comes back from the dead and kills people <laughs> using the props from the clown show. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna show that to them. Uh, I'm gonna show it when they br- start bringing boys home. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> sit, the, sit these kids down and just go, just so you know, that's me, enjoy because <laughs> it's me killing teenagers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the last one, I just did one. Uh, so I don't think it's, it's come out on Netflix everywhere else, but for some reason, Australian Netflix, I don't know if there's like a takes longer uploading. We've got about four movies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all good ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, one, two, and three. No, no, no. We don't have three yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. That's an LA uh, one. We don't get that one. Uh, and. So, yeah, the last one I did, Nails, which was, wasn't was a comedy. It was a, like, see, well, I'll say a series. It's, a, it's very much a B-movie. A woman gets paralysed, hit by a car, and she's in this hospital, and she doesn't know whether all the weird stuff that's happening is real or whether she's imagining it. And, yeah, and that was all quite, um, yeah. Is that a bit so, weird to get asked to do that? Is that, like... Someone asks you to be in a serious film and you go, did you see my live show and not think it was funny or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was no, a comedy when you auditioned and you scared the fuck out of us so now it's a horror. Thing, the thing about... Well, the reason I, I, I do the horror films is because um, and when you go to the horror movie film festivals, it's sort of the same as comedy in terms of, like, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to elicit a reaction from a crowd. So when you go and watch these films in a room full of people and they all go and there's a there's a response it's the same as it's so and the sort of the pauses and the the uh they're, they're films that are designed to be watched in a room full of people yeah so they they are quite similar so yeah because i was going to say like the fan base of comedy traditionally there's some oddballs that yeah. love comedy <laughs> fair to say yeah the one I would say the one big fan base that trumps that is fanatical horror movie yeah. fans. So you've managed to somehow go from already the weirdest fan base yep. to the step above that. What are those kinds of people like to meet at like film festivals and stuff? They're really into it. They're properly into it. Kill I me think... now. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's a crucifix. Would you mind? No. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Uh... You need to do a sci-fi movie and really get the holy trinity. <laughs> yeah, of, but of you know, fans. you know what? I lit. I do the way I the way I pick the projects that I do is if I if it's something that I would watch and if it's something that I would find enjoyable so it's the sort of thing where you know I really like horror films 
love sci-fi. I'd love to do a sci-fi film actually. So yeah, so it's just one of those things where I think I think basically I am one of those people right. and therefore I'm just doing I just get to make these things. Do you, you know, have so. you ever got, got what how how starstruck? I guess Mel Brooks yeah. would be a bit starstruck, oh, maybe. Off the chart. Yeah. Would that be would that be got, number one or well, I sort yeah, but I sort of got used to it in that weird thing of like you sort of forget. Yeah. And you just go, Oh, this is um I swear to God, you get to speak in a moment. This <laughs> <laughs> is so. Oh, I was going to say about the horror movies. Fear, this is. Peter, <laughs> if we get around you once, this we'll talk the about the musical you've been in, <laughs> the horror movie you've been this in. Is yeah, the I've worst. seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. I was trying to think of you know you're saying oh you know Young Frankenstein a musical and I was thinking oh, I'll, I'll think of a comedy version of that like as if that would be a musical then I went no fucking Young Frankenstein's the one like <laughs> yeah. that's the one where you'd go you would not make that into a musical yeah yeah, yeah but it's yeah. already the punchline but. yeah um, so whatever I was saying I was very much correct <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like with the horror movies though I feel like there is a crossover with comedy because horror movies because I got into horror movies for a few years but right. like I think that the best ones are scary and everyone every other horror film is so funny yeah a terrible horror film is like funnier than yeah, any yeah. any comedy yeah, no you're yeah. right we used to get in a share house we would, we would go to different video shops and try and find the worst horror movie just as a comedy, you, yeah, you know, comedy was—you'd seen all the comedies. That wasn't funny anymore. You need something that's not meant to be funny. Then oh. that's funny. Well, have you seen um, uh, Goblin? Uh, no, not Goblin. Uh, Troll, Troll Two. Two. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So, and then a, a, a film called Best Worst Movie. No. So there's a there's a there was no Troll One. There's only Troll Two. There is a Troll One. The um no 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 Tro- the Troll Two is unrelated to Troll One. Yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah, 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 right. yeah. Tro- you explain you go on you explain. <laughs> You're thinking of the dolls you fucking. <laughs> so there's Troll and Troll Two and Troll Two is apparently the worst film of yeah. all time. And it's and it's unrelated to Troll. It's, uh, there's nothing there's no crossover between Troll One and That's Troll like Two. That's like House They're and House. Films. It's like House and House Two. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, and House 3. And House 3 and 4. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, he's a doctor, isn't he, in the TV <laughs> spin-off? It's really confusing. And then he's a lawyer later on. Yeah. Sure, have, you, have, you, have you seen... You've I've only seen Troll 1. Right, okay. Well, uh, best. There's, there's a couple of brilliant... Like, because I really love documentaries about, you know, like the makers of... You know, about filmmaking. There's a brilliant one. Have you seen that... Um, Lost Souls about the making. It was made here about the making of the island of Dr. Moreau. No. Amazing. Like oh, because that was filmed on the Gold Coast, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the right. director, um, it was like Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer. Yes. And neither of them wanted to leave their trailer till the other one did. Right. When Marlon Brando <laughs> finally got out of his trailer, he painted himself white and was dressed head to toe in white, was wearing big sunglasses. You couldn't tell it was him. Right, yep. At one point, he stopped the scene and decided that he wanted to do it with a bucket on his head. <laughs> so they went off and found an ice bucket. It's insane. It's yeah. the kind of shit we do in Adelaide. There was, <laughs> people don't come to see it. Honestly, it was like, and then the director got sacked and then he sneaked back onto the set disguised as a dog. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. And no one, no one asked why uh, there was a dog uh, directing the movie? Well, well no, because there's a... Um, there's loads of well, like, no, because the like, producer was also a dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, because everyone was dressed as animals, because it was oh, Dr. Moreau. Right, right. So they were all like pig people and right. all that sort of stuff. I didn't put that then, together. I thought he just goes, yeah. well, like, a common dog isn't going to get kicked off <laughs> yeah. the set. Yeah, and no, they but, fall but for he's it. in the shot. Like he's yeah. like they got a new director in. Um, there's this little fella, like three foot actor, 
Brando decides that he just wants him in the... It's incredible. It's like, <laughs> it's really a brilliant film. Yeah. Um, but Tro uh, Best Worst Movie is about the director of Troll 2 didn't realise. He thought it was a great film. And people started watching it like a midnight, like midnight movie, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it, it built up this sort of cult following yep. where people would go and watch screenings of it and they would shout out lines from the film. Right, like The Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like te like Troll Two was like the original. It's the terrible right. film, but um, uh, and the effects are all appalling. But the, the the documentary basically describes about how it became a cult and all the rest of it, and right. uh, it's brilliant. I heartily recommend it. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. There was that. Like I reckon, scary movies started to get just a bit silly at a certain point and funny and not scary anymore. And then the way that... The, it feels like the way that the genre got rebooted was, well, just make them about people getting tortured and fucked up. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? There's like, it went completely the other way. It's like, these went, are real goofy. And then it was like, oh, these are the most fucked things ever. Yeah, this is what's <laughs> scary. Someone getting a fucking clamp stuck on their foot. <laughs> but that's sort of always been the case with horror films. It's kind of like, you know, they go in that sort of... Uh, they sort of... Yeah, they go in those sort of cycles of yeah oh it's atmospheric now we'll show you everything you now know yeah. this is embarrassing but the re the, the 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 film jigsaw that came out recently yeah it's like a re rebooting of the saw franchise mm, it's what it needed it took me seeing the title of that to realize oh those other ones are called saw because his name's jigsaw it took me i thought it was like you saw it you know you you're watching this horrible stuff happen and you saw it happen. That's well, why the movies are called Saw. How's, how's no. this? Now, I drop, I drop this name on the, on the podcast probably every week. But so, I, Sorry to interrupt. Oh. Is it not because in the first one... He uses a saw to cut up his saw. leg. Again, didn't occur to me. I literally <laughs> thought it was about having the power of the so of sight. Because that was... And I think that was Edgar Allan Poe, wasn't it? Where the guy's chained to the thing and he's got an act and the rats are coming and he's got the... Does it, and he thinks that... Axe is there to fight off the rats, but it's to chop his hand off so he can get free. Ah, yeah, right. But no, I think it's because there was a saw in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, but, that makes more sense. You know the actual saw that was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you knew why it was called saw because you've never seen it. By the <laughs> sound of it. That's also true. Yeah. yeah, and also after he cut his own leg off, he's a little bit sore. Yeah, <laughs> that's See, what it was. Yeah. I never realised. No, Sorry, I interrupted that's right. you there. That's right. I was just about to drop. I've name. turned this into a movie. Yeah, <laughs> movie. Movie books and this musicals. Is, this is Fangoria, the, the podcast yeah. now. Um, well, I, I heartily recommend uh, Bruce Campbell's new book. It's brilliant. Oh, I really? Enjoy it. Right. Anyway, carry this on. This is a great thing about having a podcast <laughs> that doesn't have any, you know, any theme or flow to it. Yeah. it can, it's never off topic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, go on. So uh, uh, I dropped this name a lot. I, I grew up with uh, the boys in the band The Avalanches. Now, right. the main guy in the band went to uni and was in the same class as the guys that did Saw. Ah. So they were in the ah. same class the whole time. Those, those guys that went on to be Avalanches plus the guys that went on to Hollywood to make one fucking billion dollars yeah. making that Saw thing. But they were telling me, and I hope I'm not out of turn for saying oh, this. Here we go. Definitely we, going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but they were saying like that, that those guys were like 
basically making that movie over and over in class and everyone else was sort of watching and make because it wasn't fashionable in where whenever it was like 92 93 94 whatever it was <laughs> they're making these like cheap horror movies and there wasn't you know they hadn't got to scream yet or anything there everyone's watching these horror movies going what the fuck are these guys doing <laughs> yeah this fuck? is like clerks is popular yeah 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 exactly yeah, exactly yeah. and they're going what the fuck are these guys chopping people's heads off for this is fucking <laughs> great and then like 2 years later it's the biggest thing in the world and they're like Ah, oh, fuck, we've really <laughs> fucked this <laughs> one up. Yeah, that's either that story ends with everyone in that class going, oh, okay, they went on to become genius, you know, these, like, millionaires. They were geniuses and we didn't know. Yeah. Or they see them on the news having done some full Adelaide-style shit. Yeah, just yeah, really, yeah, yeah. They were just practicing yeah, on they're celluloid. In, they're, they're the basis of someone's book on the, on the steps of the Adelaide courthouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'll tell this. Uh, this happened to me the other day, uh, speaking of, like, fandom and stuff like that. I was going for a run and a guy uh, kind of came up along next to me on a bike and sort of was, like, you know, sort of riding along parallel to me and he was talking to me but I had my headphones in so I couldn't hear him. And now my first thought is, here we go, big fan of the podcast. Someone's <laughs> coming up. They want to have a chat. You know, I'm, I'm sort of thinking, like, mate, I'm trying to... I'm going for a run. Like, respect the boundaries take the headphones off and go yeah 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 and he goes hey um have you got you have you lost some keys pat my pockets yeah i've lost my keys <laughs> he's like yeah i just saw some keys in some long grass just up near the lights up there so yeah thought they saw you running and thought they might have been yours nice wow. yeah cool but but was he really... winking at you at the time <laughs> think i saw some keys in the long grass <laughs> But that's like, that's a crazy get by him. Like, that's an overly kind person. Like, if I saw Keys just on the ground and then I saw someone running, I wouldn't put those two together. Yeah. And even if I did, I wouldn't tip the guy off. I'd go, oh, well, too bad for him. I would think that you were fearful of Keys. <laughs> they were from the they weren't your keys right. at all. Ah, get you them just, away from me. Yeah. Can't <laughs> right. go down that street. There's a trophy shop <laughs> and key cutting emporium. But yeah, wow, just, that was good of him, wasn't it? That's really good of him because it would have been. I I was going to a party about an hour later. My housemates were both out. It would have been me turning up to the party, covered in sweat, <laughs> just stinking. What What about this for? Like this was uh, a beautiful thing that happened to me. So I dropped my passport. Dropped my passport in the airport. It's just lying on the concourse. Somebody comes along, picks up the passport. This was in uh, Aberdeen. Picks up the passport, uh, looks at the picture, thinks, hang on, he's at the theatre in town tonight. <laughs> Drive, gets in their car, oh, wow. drives to the theatre, leaves it at the stage door with a note, right? Can I have some free tickets? Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, i got to go watch Nick Caffer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I turn up to the theatre, because I had to get a taxi, so I waited for a taxi from the airport, didn't realise I'd lost my passport. So I turn up at the theatre, I walk through the door. This person had their own car, so they were just straight in the car park, out the door. So they beat me to the theatre. So I've got off a plane. I've travelled to the theatre, got there and gone, your passport's here. <laughs> passport got there ahead of me. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? What but you don't know you've lost it. You just think it's fan art. Just like think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is... So yeah, so that was it. That was yeah, a, they've, they've replicated. They, they knew everywhere where I went. They've got all the stamps right and everything. Thing. Yeah, somebody did it with my wallet as well once, posted my, <laughs> found my wallet and then posted it to me. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Well, I suppose they got your address. It's, you know, it's the easiest thing to send back, isn't it? Yeah. You got all your details in isn't there. Isn't the world was, lovely? Where was I where it was like, we found a what? I don't a, know. <laughs> I've no way of wow. guessing. Wow, rich coming from you. Is this, a, um, is this a new segment of the podcast? <laughs> where was where I? Where was I when? And then you give us little tidbits yeah, of information. Yeah, we're actually sponsored by Google Maps. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Could have done with you on my holiday. You find someone's wallet in the street that did, but like before you've picked it up to take it back to its owner, someone else has found it and taken the money oh, out yeah, of it. Right. So then they are just going to think that you, like you can never validate that you didn't just rip them off. Yeah. I find it's best to smear human excrement on it <laughs> and then send it back and say, I don't know what's happened here, yeah. but like, I'm really sorry I yeah. found this. It's disgusting. Well, you are fucking asking for it the next time you use your wallet now that you yeah. put that out there. Yeah. Uh, hey, we'd better wrap it up for another week. Oh, on good the God, have we done? Dum Dum oh, Club, yeah. we are oh, done. Oh, my Lord. Pete Jones and Ross Noble, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Thanks. you for having me. Uh, now, Ross, you've got your tour, which will have started by the time people hear this. It's yeah. All around I- the country. Adelaide, I'll be doing that mm-hmm. to packed houses. <laughs> extra shows. It's already sold out. Don't even yeah. bother. Uh, Come on, you know what? You can use our venue. Don't Put on an extra try one. getting yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, Sydney and Perth and Brisbane and all around the place. And right. Melbourne, you're in Melbourne. Oh yeah, Melbourne as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the list. Yeah. That was just me seeing right, right. some of the places. So and yeah. there's a few regional ones in there as well. Why not Why not check my website at rossnoble.com? And also, if you want to, I've put a load of... Uh, got some like a free show you can just download for free. Oh, wow. Like okay. a free stand-up show. And there's other ones that you can buy as well. But just watch the free one. And a, a documentary about me and my mate spending a week riding around the county of Devon yeah. on motorcycles eating nothing but rice pudding. Oh. <laughs> so that's a bit of fun. Yeah. I've it's also on, got one of them. So. <laughs> yeah. It's on your website. You click other stuff and then all of a sudden it's just this hour-long video of you on a bike. Yeah, it's, it's more great. than that. Yeah. It's us smearing ourselves with uh, rice pudding and getting miniature horses to try and lick us. That's great because we did, we, we, when we did the, um, you may have heard of it, the inaugural Kosamui International Podcast. I have also. heard of it, yes. We did, oh, well, nice. Um, <laughs> It was getting around. We we did a documentary as well, which we've got, but we we sort of have got it for sale. But there's nothing as good as rice pudding. It's more, um, no. yeah, yeah, it's more us trying to pad bu- thai. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and as well. So I know you're trying to wrap this up, but I've also done from the dressing room of Young Frankenstein. We myself and Hadley Fraser have done a a podcast. It's called Podding on the Ritz. Yeah, and it's <laughs> us basically. It's behind this. It's my journey to become a song and dance man. Great. Mm. So, yeah, you can have a listen to that. There's yeah. like 10 episodes up there. No, nine, I think. And, yeah, and the Mel Brooks one, Mel rings in and we have a bit of a chat with Great. him. So that's a bit of fun for yeah. all concerned. Check that Get out. That. Pete Jones, you have a festival show coming up? Yeah, I'm doing a show at Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm also in the Adelaide Fringe. Uh, so... Come to that place. And you have started a podcast called Kentucky Fried Chatting. Kentucky Fried Chatting, where nice. we, every episode we review What's a it about? KFC. Every episode, oh, okay. new menu item, and they go for about uh, eight minutes each episode. Yeah, awesome. Eight minutes? Out. Yeah. Till you vomit. You, <laughs> <laughs> you could have done fucking ten of them right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I like that. I mean, I, we were pleased with podding on the Ritz. That's a great bit of wordplay. Okay, so is, is of course my initials, Carl fucking Chandler. So yeah, very nice. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. And welcome back to another brand new edition of everyone's 
favourite part of the podcast, mm. talking dum-dum. Yep, yep. We got uh, – Ross wanted to be part of this as well, obviously, mm. big fan. But we said, no, we can't let him be part of this. This is our little alone time. This should start to be the bit that we have guests on. Oh, right. Mm. So the main bit – We do a main bit where we don't have guests and then we have guests on talking dum-dum. Right. So the main bit is just me and you. Yes. Not doing a Patreon read. Yes. For an hour every week. Yes. And then we just bring in, say, Ross Noble to read out John an Smith. undetermined. What do you got, Ross? Right. Yeah. That would actually be pretty good. I think it would be pretty good. I think and we should then, try it at least once. And then we just, I think we should try it five times. Then we get rid of hmm. the first hour. Right. We just bin it. Yeah. Right, we gradually whittle it down. Yeah, we just, I think that's what people are hoping will happen, but in reverse. <laughs> we just turn it into the half-hour Patreon read. Mm. Right, and plugs. Yeah. What if we just did plugs for the podcast from now on? So people can't avoid it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of what happens already. Right. We, you know, you, we're always keen to turn the plugs into content. Right. You know, the upcoming live shows, the Samui thing. If, if anyone says anything that's not in some way a plug to what we're doing mm. and what we want people to give us money for... We just edit it out. I mean, you know, inadvertently, like, we, you know, we're doing the show into microphones and that are connected to a mixing desk. Mm. So it's in, in a way, it's a plug for those two things. Oh, there's, yeah, okay. It, it, does, does anyone buy a mixing desk off the back of listening to this podcast? Just Some people of, have started up their own podcast after uh, being fans of this. Yeah, they shouldn't, though. <laughs> uh, what are you getting out of this that makes you go, fuck, I want in on that? You know what? I think they. Th- I, I think they must listen to this and go. Mm. I could do it better. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the way. It's the way. The, I way, got into the reason comedy. you got into comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally, <laughs> totally. They, 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 they may have come to a live show and seen a lot of people turn up and go. Fucking this podcasting game is easy. Yeah, but this reeks of a bit of a common thing that that you have where you go, oh, you know, people who are like this, and you presume that people are thinking in the same way as you. Yeah. There's no one else in the world who's as fucked as you. We're all the same. <laughs> I'm, I might be a bit better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only difference. Great. Yeah. Uh, so, good app. Always. Always no talking dum dum so far. Yes, totally. That's what I meant. Main bit I wasn't that into. I, this is really good. I'm not sure if I was there. Yeah. Um, no memory of that. We tend to record talking dum dum a little bit after mm. that. So, I'd be quite happy to, to use talking dum dum most weeks of you telling me what happened in the, in the episode. I did listen back to it today. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good enough for me. Yeah. Um, a little bit of expansion on, on, you know, little ads and stuff that we're doing. Obviously, we, we talked about that up the top of the show. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, look, Melbourne, looking forward to it. Get your season tickets. Um, you get to, and people still ask this on the social medias, whether you're on the Twitter, you're on the Instagram, you're on the Facebook, you're in the private Facebook group, mm-hmm. people aware of the little dumb dumb People still ask, what are the rules with the drunk cast? Of course, we do the, the four live podcasts uh, in Melbourne, April 1, 8, 15, 22, and then on, late night on the 22nd, we do the drunk cast, the unrecorded drunk cast. The only time, the only way that you can hear it is to be there. Um, the only way you can be part of it is to have a season pass which you will get automatic entry plus you pay um, a little tiny bit of money um, or if you have an existing ticket from one of those other uh, uh, four live podcasts mm. you'll be let in later if there's room and the and only time you'll ever see us drunk yeah it's the one time i drink during the year i look i actually don't even drink 
Mm, yeah. You just fake it. Yeah. You're just a really good actor. Just trying to be cool. <laughs> just It's just high school all over again. I'm sort of just going, oh, well, where am I, guys? <laughs> That's what I would do in high school. Right, yeah. pretend to be drunk. Yeah, drink cordial Not know where you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just walk around and... and Try and do an impression of a drunk person. Put is that little, real? Put a lampshade on my head. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all. I. <laughs> but you like no one else is drinking, and you just think it's really cool. Yeah. To pretend to be drunk, all anyone's getting from that is like this guy is a freak. Yeah, but that's what would happen. Did you ever? You know, surely you had friends like that that you would go to a party with, and someone would be like, "Oh, check it out!" Like do the very thing that you would make fun of now, where you'd say to someone, "Oh God, is this guy ever drunk before?" Yeah, and they would do that and just really exaggerate their drinking. You go, "Is this good? Is it good to?" I remember act like doing that? mushrooms for the first time at school. Um, whoa, no, like the cops are got you now, buddy. <laughs> there's no statute of limitations on on mushrooms. Uh, is, is that the one thing that there's not a statute yeah. of limitations on? Right. Um, no, I remember being uh, like 22 when we did them for the first time and none of us had done them and we take them and then you're just sitting there waiting for it to kick in and having two mates going, fucking here it is. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, this is pretty funny, isn't it? And yeah. we're like, nah, it hasn't hit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nah, but, and then they're just on the ground pissing themselves and we're like, you guys, like, you look ridiculous. Like, we all did them at the exact same time. Nah, but we just must have a constitute. Yeah. And then half an hour later, like, yeah, we didn't know what we were on about. It's hit now. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Back yeah. then, woo. Exactly, exactly. You're trying to force it, or you, yeah. you think you're like got a dry throat and go. Oh, I think that's it. We I was, think that's it. We were sitting around the kitchen and we were like, "When are these going to hit?" And then everyone was just not speaking, just bored, frankly. And then my friend opened up a um, cutlery drawer and pulled out like a turkey baster and went. Imagine if you put this up your ass. And we all just lost it. Like everyone was in tears right. for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and I remember just crying, rolling around from on the floor going, I reckon they might have hit, guys. <laughs> oh, I think it might have hit me because that was pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty good. Maybe they never hit. Maybe they were fake. <laughs> oh, man, this is good gear. Good stuff. Mm. Um, and that, uh, that friend of mine listens to this show. Oh, right. I can tell now. He's sweating that I'm going to read out his full name. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, so did he stick it up his ass or not? Boy, I don't be... know. I mean, he did disappear for a while. Yeah. I did had a the, huge fight did... with my then girlfriend in the middle of in the middle of like tripping on mushrooms. What? Which is awful of that experience. Trip? Yeah, yeah. Did she stick the turkey based up her that, ass? That was what the fight was over. Right. Okay. I stuck it up the ass of this friend who's listening right now. Oh, okay. She caught us. Right. No, we had a huge fight, and then we. Made up and then we watched Horton Hears a Who. Oh. Was that good? <laughs> a great night. The fight or the movie? Uh, either. Uh, what was better? Both great. Both great. Both great. Great fight. Great. Oh, great fight. Like really? in terms of, not that I enjoyed it, but in t- like oh. measuring like uh, a fight. Right. A hell of a fight. Right, right. The fight was the over The mass her, of the fight was great. The fight was over her going, don't leave me once these hit. Because I've never done them before and I'm scared. And I go, I promise you I won't. Cut to me three minutes after Turkey Baster Gate. Going for a – we were at a friend's farm. Going for a long walk up the road. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Man. Look, hey, you know what? 15 years on or whatever it is, I think I'm finally big enough to admit I was wrong. (laughs) Wow. We've got an exclusive here on Talking Dum Dum. Wait, not 15 years ago. I've forgotten fucking how old I am. 10 years ago. Right, okay. 10 years ago. Um, You know what? Here's a sizzle. Here's a bit of sizzle. For if we, if the day ever comes Mm. and if we ever get 
the friend I'm not sure if I've said this before, but mm. I've got friends that are in a band. Right. It's funny how even you making the joke, I'm not sure if I've said this before, has been said too many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two little fellas mm-hmm. in, a, in a little band called the Avalanches, mm-hmm. if I can ever get, convince them to get on, mm-hmm. they've got some stories on me. About you taking drugs? About just some, some bad stories where mm. I, I've never said because I think, you know what, I'm going to leave it to them mm. to tell because it's much funnier for someone else to drop me in it yeah. than for me to go, here's some fucking dumb stuff I said. Yeah. I, so I'm doing them a favour. I'm leaving them some choice material. Oh, some choice cuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. So oh, it's, an easy, it's an easy opener for them to come in and go, bang, 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 what do mm-hmm. you think about those stories? Mm-hmm. And. I've, I've got to say, they make me look a little bit silly. Mm. Mm. It's hard to imagine a story like I that. I know. <laughs> but they're, they're the rare, rare stories <laughs> that are going to happen if if finally someone will have something on me. You know what would be great would be they come on the show, first of all already great, but then a follow-up great thing. They then sample bits of the episode that they're on into their next oh, album. Be my dream. <laughs> my dream. I Yeah, yeah. Look – and that's that's a question you can ask them mm. when they finally not, come the on really, really soon. A question, but sure. When they finally come on, and I'm I'm so positive about it. <laughs> I got to be completely honest. I don't think it's ever going to happen at this juncture. It feels like a, an album cycle has been and gone. <laughs> it really feels like it's not going to happen. You know what? I used to ask them about coming on, and they'd go, "Oh, you know, when the, when the album comes mm-hmm. out, because then you know yep. we'll have something to talk about." Yeah. That album been out for two years mm-hmm. now, maybe. Yeah, starting to think maybe we're not on the press junket. Yeah, I don't know. Am I? Well, too... apparently they are working on album number three, mm. and they've been tweeting that they're in the studio. So hey, maybe the next junket. Yeah, seems like that's going to happen a little sooner than the last one. So maybe we'll get lucky. Do not say that. What? It's going to happen sooner than the last one. You do not know that. That's what people said last time. Well, yeah. But I mean, it could. It. I mean, what was the last one? Like thirteen years. So it could be twelve years and six months, and still sooner than the last one. (laughs) Nice. Hopefully, we're still doing this show then. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and then hopefully, we still can't get them on. Yeah. Mm, But who knows? Hey, hope springs eternal. Hopefully, in that time, some people that I went to school with could have started their own band and become world famous. So, do you think this band that doesn't exist yet could beat them onto the show? Sure. Do you think? How many? Maybe turkey-based a boy could start. <laughs> and your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, how many bands? How many famous bands have ever started over the age of thirty? Yeah, it's rare, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I feel like that doesn't happen very much. Maybe some orchestras. Uh, LCD Sound System, my favourite band. He started mm. that well into his thirties, I believe. Oh, I think okay. he was uh, thirty-four or something. All right. Well, let's hope. Let's hope that happens. Mm. Um, Okay. Well, so uh, a tiny, tiny bit of... Uh, housekeeping. Up, housekeeping. Um, Kosa Mui, for, for the people that are always messaging us about that, mm-hmm. um, June 13 to 18, of course, the, the beautiful Ozo Chewing Samui is supporting us there. We're, we're, we're doing shows from there where most of us are staying there. Of course, a little bit of an update... Um, if you want to stay in its sister location as, as rooms, I'm not really sure what the situation with the rooms at the Ozo is at the moment. I believe there's, there's not many and um, the rooms that are there are probably of the upper echelon. They've certainly, we've run out of a discount there, mm-hmm. um, but there is a discount at their sister resort that is just up the road a bit um, at the Am- beautiful Amari Resort mm-hmm. in Koh Samui. And if you put in the code PODCAST18, 
into their website, not through a third party, but into their website uh, as a as a code as a pr- promotion code, you will get a very considerable discount, and it is a very beautiful resort. So uh, for the people that keep inquiring about that, that is the answer to that. We have, uh, I believe, there is a few uh, a decent number of people that are staying up there already mm-hmm. uh, associated with us. So that's good. Um, of course, we're very much looking forward to that. We're still dealing with bars and all of that sort of stuff uh, and, and figuring out dates. Of course, there's the Copenhagen, uh, the Kosamui International Podcast Vessel Roadshow happening on Copenhagen on June the 19th, of mm-hmm. course. So if you're still booking your flights and a com and all that sort of stuff, um, yeah, manage it around that. Uh, and of course, I'll, I'll be giving, you know, if you're on the socials and if you need... Uh, we'll be we'll be releasing the location of the show for Copenhagen at some stage uh, in the next month or so, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's very hard to source a place that wants to host a podcast festival in Copenhagen at the moment. I've actually I would have thought it was it. bold to think that we could do that without being on the island. I thought the location would have been <laughs> us working it out on the day that we get there. Yeah, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. Although maybe we could do that, but I'm trying not to do that. Knowing us, yeah. previous organisation-wise, anything to go by, Well, it's probably what we will end up doing. Well, we, we, you know, we've got the Ozo Chewing Samui Resort, uh, you know, organised bloody eight months out. Mm-hmm. So if we can do that, uh, yeah, look, it's just, you know what, it's such a, it's, it's, it's a small island and it's pretty laid back over there. So I've been sending all these messages to all these bars over there and they're just, you can see they're just seeing the message and going... Anyway, yeah, let's go out definitely and have a beer. Yeah, so no one's too fussed about hosting our. It, hey, look, if there's anyone that listens to us on the island of Copenhagen, give me a give me a call. Oh, great! Wow, I, I wonder if there's anyone. No, I don't think <laughs> would have been bizarre for them to not reach out already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not until I get a personal shout out will yeah, I yeah, hit the yeah. uh, email yeah. button. They're, they're going. Yeah, well, you, you know, you, you're more of a Kosamui sort of a podcast. Mm. You know, maybe you're not talking to us. Yeah, you, know? you wouldn't want anything to do with us over in stinky old Copenhagen. Fuck, imagine if, imagine if we had listeners in Copenhagen that knew about the Kosamui Podcast Festival. And, nah, sorry, it's just too far to go. I hope that's the case. That would be very good. Because that's funny. Yep. That's very um, So do you want to do the Patreon read? I'd love to. Uh, of course, what we do here is we, uh, if you've never heard this before, we... We have a we have a, a Patreon site, which is uh, a little place where you can donate money to us to keep the engine running in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you do is you chuck in what you think the show's worth, or, and then you get some uh, some sweet little bonuses, some sweet little kickbacks. You might get a bonus podcast every month. You might. You, uh, you, you look. You definitely will if you put in ten bucks a month. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Odds are it's going to happen. Um, and if you put five, there's a there's a magazine that we put out of course if it's 10 you get the podcast and the newsletter as well um and if it's above five five or above you get your uh you get your name read out mm. some people are very keen on that happening and uh you know some people are not so keen and i i would say pretty much the people not so keen are the people that don't give us any money <laughs> I, I think that's a good sign right yeah um some people go voting with their wallets yeah some people say oh i would support you but i don't want my name read out yeah I think you just don't want to give us any money. Yeah. I don't think that's a great yeah. reason. You can specify that too. Yeah. When you subscribe. Yeah, totally. Totally. I would probably ignore it, but still. So we do a different number every week. Yep. Uh, we were talking about the Spice Girls before at the yep. start of the app. Yep. What about the number of Spice Girls that there are? You want to do six. Plus their manager. 
Seven. Yeah, seven. Okay. All right. Let's do seven. Wait, is that how many? And we're away. Um, right. So okay, I've hit the thinking, big button. I'll on, keep thinking. I'll try make, and remember how many Spice Girls mm, there were. Okay. Uh, I've hit the big big red button on the on-playing title alternator this week. Uh, number one. First cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much. From the bottom of my heart, and I can't speak for Tommy, but definitely the bottom of my heart. Top of mine. Top of yours. Mm. Mm. Surface level. Hard to commit without knowing what the name is. Right. Yeah, I've gone in a bit early, haven't I? Mm. I've, I've fallen for her, whoever she is. And, and who she is is, thank you, Rachel Merrill. Merrill. Mm, I've fallen hard. You I, think that's an attractive sounding name? Well, I just committed to the love early on and, you know, now I'm, I'm seeing it through. You're, you're trapped in it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I like the name. Meryl, uh, yeah. Rachel. Right, you know, the, the, the Rachel. Yeah. You know, named that, after is, the haircut. Yeah, is that – should the Rachel now be changed to donating $5 or above to a podcast? Oh. Give me the Ra- – it's us going, give me the Rachel. No, yeah. Chip in. The Rachel is our cut. Right. Yeah, instead of the haircut, it's just our cut of the sweet, Mm. sweet bunts. After those fees and taxes and whatnot get taken out. And that that cash now wants to get back with Brad Pitt. Mm. So complicated. But Rachel, um, what about, you know, I like the themes where we have – we, we read out these names and then we have a sort of a something like we've got to guess their weight or we've got to guess their... Oh, God. No, no but that, that's what we've done in the past. We've, Did we get any negative feedback from the weight thing? I feel like... I, I think we... I, I think, I think people, we got away with it. Yeah, no, people are pretty keen to write in and go... We got a, a couple of people exactly right. Right. And then we got some people... Say, you know, we guess their education or their job or whatever it is. What about age? We age. do age. You want to do age? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of one we haven't done. Um, eye colour? No. <laughs> I what dare school say they, we'd do about, age before eye colour. What about what school they went to? Let's Dave O'Neill it up. Uh, Let's guess a school. Okay. Or what they studied. What they at university? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, yep. now you're on board. Yep. Okay. okay, cool, cool. Rachel Merrill. Rachel Merrill? Um, uh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, sports science. Oh, I, I've got a feeling, an advanced diploma in tourism. Okay. That's, that's what I'm feeling. Right. Yeah. I've, yeah I've, you've got your laptop. You could have just looked her up on Facebook. No. <laughs> you, no, I wouldn't do it. Maybe I should. No. Let's, let's look her up. Rachel Merrill, let's see if I can find you on my Facebook. Oh, my God. On the Facebook. Um, this is so weird. What? Are you going to do this for all of them? Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Rachel Merrill, let's see if you're going to be... Ah. She went... Don't read out too much personal Ah, information. I can find out what she did at school. Okay. At university? Yeah. Okay. Can we... Should I be doing this? I don't know if you should be doing it. Okay. Because that's too easy. So just say, were either of us right? No. Okay. But she did go to a secondary college where I had... A particularly good curry one time. Okay. In the in the suburb. <laughs> in, is that? Am I giving too much away? Oh, in the suburb. Yeah. I thought you meant you went to the no, school. No, no, Curry day at the tuck shop. No. For some reason, you were forty year old man. Go in. No. Okay. That didn't happen. All right. But but this suburb. Mm. I can say that. I can say the suburb where she went to school. Secondary okay. school. That and that's. I'm going to cut you off there. Really? Yeah. That's as much that. as you're allowed to reveal. Oh, just that. Yeah. All right. Mentone. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Right. 
I, I used to have a... What the a, fuck were you doing out in Mentone? Well, I used to have a girlfriend that was on the Frankston line. Uh-huh. And so... <laughs> Stop off halfway through yeah. re-energising yeah. curry. Yes. Before you go to your girlfriend's house to, dare I say it, make sweet, sweet love, oh. just fill up with a curry. Why not? Yeah. Well, maybe Jesus was, Christ. No, but I would be like, you know, I'd go on a date with her and, and she sort of introduced me to Indian food. I'd never really had it before and then... So you're on your way to go on a date with her and you're having a curry before you get no, there? No, no, no. She lived on that way. So, like, I might go to her house and then we double back and go to Mentone. Ah, okay, right. Right, okay. But, yeah, there's a, there's a, there, there was a curry house on the Mentone line, that, uh, not Mentone line, on the Frankston line, mm-hmm. at Mentone, just near the train station, mm-hmm. and it was very, very nice. Oh, shout out. Look them yeah. up. I wonder yeah. if it's still there. Me too. Listeners, I really do. Melbourne-based listeners... Get the Frankston line. Get yep. off at Mento, what, like Men- Mentone yeah, Station? Mentone Station, yep. Then <laughs> just walk around yeah, no, just Go directly over the road. Directly over the road. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, if there's an Indian place, go in there and say, look, did this used to be here 18 to 19 years ago? Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And, if, it, and if, it, if they say yes, say, hey, Carl said... He has fond memories Great. of the butter chicken. And then they've got to get a butter chicken and let us know how the, if it still stacks up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then say, look, did Rachel Merrill ever go in there at lunchtime mm-hmm. when she went to school here a, a little while back and, and report back? You know how school kids just love hanging out down the old curry shop it's, after school. It's the cool school. Pokemon Go and curry <laughs> Curry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The sweet double. All right. Well, thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. For that Rachel. trip down memory lane. <laughs> and we got you... Yeah, we got your subject wrong as well. Okay, great. Which is a shame. But, uh, all right, bang. The big button's been hit. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Patreon subscriber. Well, mm, we've got I'm – not, I'm not sure what we do with this name. Okay. Read we've it got, out. We've got two names mm-hmm. for the same person. This is a real thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you meant just there were two names. Like, that's how all, that's how all names work. Yeah, you're right. Okay, a <laughs> Christian name and a surname. No. <laughs> The two aliases, so I'm not sure which one's the real oh, one. Okay. I'm not sure what's happening, but anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll try. Joff Lewis Tice mm-hmm. slash Jonathan Graham. Okay. Now, I'm assuming that Jonathan Graham is his real name and Joff's a nickname. That's or a fair assumption. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Joff, he, he was on the original, I don't know if you remember or can think back this far, but the original 2017 Koh Samui International Podcast Festival. I've got faint memories of it, yes. Right, right. Yes. Is it one of those things where you remember, you think you were there or you've just sort of got images like I've you saw it on a TV it. once? I've heard or? of it on a podcast that I listened to. Right, okay. Well, he was there. Great. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. I do remember him. Right. Oh. Didn't – what is your real name didn't come up in conversation at any point. Okay, right. Well, uh, so I – we called him Joff, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I think your real name might be Jonathan Graham. I, I guess we're allowed to say that. I don't know. Well, fuck, it's complicated. Jeez, this is a really, this is a minefield. This I one. I know. This is this is maybe the this is maybe the most controversial bit of the show that's ever happened. Yeah, I'll say. This is. I hope this doesn't get out to the papers. So, uh, thank you to Joff. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming to Coast Me. I believe uh, I I saw him at a show the other day. Me too. He, he asked. I me saw him at two shows. Oh, all right, mate. Uh, he asked me for information about the 2018 Kosamu Podcast mm. Festival, so he's coming to that as well. Right. He, okay. What information did he ask? He asked, I think, about the Copenhagen Road Show. Ah, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. 
uh, which indicated to me that maybe he's going to the Koh Samui International Podcast Festival. Well, you just said he asked for information about it, which makes it sound like he hasn't heard anything about it on this podcast, which suggests to me that he no longer listens. No, 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 no. He w- <laughs> that would be strange to come on a holiday with us one year and then come home from it and go, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm not going to listen anymore. This, what, I, what I do love is we keep getting information like that where uh, – and it's lovely for people to, to bring their friends along or, or whatever yep. to a live show. <laughs> And they'll do that. And I kind of think if you brought along someone to our show mm. – and our live shows are generally pretty pretty funny mm. and they all go really well. Yeah. You watch that and automatically be a convert and yeah. be a listener. Yeah. But I keep hearing stories where it was like, oh, yeah, I brought my partner along and, and they, you know, it was a great show last year. Anyway, they've never listened since. Mm. It's never happened. Like, what's it, what's it going to take? Yeah. And then they get dragged along the next year. It's just like some people have got this relationship where they just see us once a year mm. at some live show and then go, oh, yeah, I guess I'll catch up with those idiots next year. I would like to organise a show that we do that is exclusively for friends of listeners. Right. The listeners themselves don't come. They have to drop their friend off out the front and then we just fucking do our best for an hour in front of a room full of people that – don't know us. I'm scared of that. <laughs> I think I that would be fun. I don't think it would be good at all. <laughs> I don't think it would be good at all. Anyway, but but Joff slash Jonathan, he's, uh, he's he's coming to Samui. Mm-hmm. He's planning on coming to the to Copenhagen as well to uh, to this very well-organised roadshow mm-hmm. trip that we're doing. Yep. So what did he study and what's his favourite curry? Uh, oh, what's his favourite curry house? Where 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 is his favourite curry house? Where is his favourite curry? Okay. Yep. Well, I know that he's from Ballarat. He's so not. So I dare say it's in Ballarat. He's not. Okay. I think he's from, he's from uh, another country town. Okay. That's near Ballarat? It's in the same state. Well, Ballarat's the big smoke, so I dare yeah. say his favourite would be in Ballarat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair – that's a very fair assumption. Mm. Um, what do you study? Mmm. I don't know. I know something that he does, but I feel like I've already given away too much about him, so Me I don't too. want to say because it'll sort of make it way so too So just make something up then. I mean, we've already read out two of his different names. Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. What, uh, Why are we so scared of our people finding these listeners? Like, like we think they're all in witness protection or something. Well, plus... This goes on because his brother hit me up to say he needs to be. I mean, I know it's all uh, random. He has a brother. There we go. Anyone yeah. could find uh, him now. Fuck. Now all you need to do is Google guy that has a brother, and you <laughs> fucking find this guy straight away. <laughs> Sorry, he's in the. He could be in the witness protection system. Mm. All right, I think we've said too much already. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, Joff. Thanks, John Smith. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Daniel Gain. Daniel Gain. I don't wow. believe I've ever seen that as a surname. G A N E, no pain, no gain. Oh, more like yes, gain. Putting money in our bank account. Oh, yeah, gain makes us gain. Mm. Yeah, like um, like Dill gains kilos, we gain dollars from Daniel. No need for that, but sure. <laughs> oh, are we drawing a line? Is that it? Gosh, I have a thing about whacking him when he's not here. Oh, okay. Feels all right. weird. All right. And, I, and also, I know he likes it too much. Stupid fat idiot. Uh, Daniel Gain. Well, thank you. Uh, and I believe, if mm. I'm not mistaken, and look, there's a, there's a chance I am. Mm. I, um, I, th- I believe he did engineering. 
Yeah. You've looked him up, haven't you? No, I haven't. I've, my hands are free. I haven't looked that, up anything. So that's just a guess? Yes. Oh, okay. Engineering. Yeah. Um, I reckon... Oh, you know what? I get a good feeling about engineering. I'm going to agree with you. Oh, okay. Finally. It's the first time in 620 episodes we agree on something. It's not 620 I episodes. I did a few when you weren't here. That's more than a few. That's like double the amount that we have oh, currently. Okay. Well. What are you doing? Talking to the fucking microphone. What are oh, you doing? I'm trying to look up Daniel Gain to see how he went. <laughs> Daniel, go. There's no, like. <sighs> All right. All right. Where is he? Okay. Um, I don't. Oh, oh, oh. If this is the Daniel Gain, he went to TAFE. It doesn't say what he did at TAFE, so yeah. he didn't do university. Yeah. Well, so. you know, it's all. It all comes out in the wash, doesn't it? Mm, I'm not sure if it favorite, does. Favourite curry house then? Yep. Um, I just reckon what I just reckon the location of the curry house isn't... I reckon you've got to pick the curry. Okay. Lamb korma. Um, I will go with uh, the, the beef vindaloo. Okay. Mm. You think he's a real basic bitch? You think that's basic? I think beef vindaloo is extremely basic. Butter chicken is pretty basic too, That's I guess. the most basic. Yeah. But Vindaloo, I guess, is for what you – it's like it's – if you're writing something and you're mentioning a curry, yep. you go for Vindaloo because it's a funny-sounding word. Yep. So to me it's like that's the default kind of like you – know. I think it's a default reference but it's not a default food because it's sort of the hottest. So yeah, it's, okay. not the, it's not the basic. It's the fucking hottest thing you can have. All right. Uh, well, you, I, think, you think old Gainsey likes it spicy? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to – Having said that, I'm going to put my hand up and say, never had a beef vindaloo. I don't know that I ever have either. Mm. Something, you know what? I've got these weird little rules. For some reason, I don't have beef when I have Indian. Right. Yeah. That is a weird little rule. Yeah. I don't know why. But there's some places where I only have beef. I mm. won't order chicken. Right. Yeah. Indian and uh, uh, no beef. I've got a no beef rule. Mm. I don't have beef with, I have beef with beef in mm-hmm. Indian. Great. Yeah. We got there. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Mark Sanders. Sanders. The colonel himself. <laughs> the great man. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, this is just average Sanders. Kentucky Fried Curry, this KFC. Is, this is just citizen civilian Sanders. That's where his favourite curry shop is in Kentucky. I've picked it straight okay. away. Yep. Um, okay. What was the first name? Mun? Mark. Mark. Mark Sanders... Mark Sanders, I reckon he favours a sag paneer. Oh. And I reckon arts degree, baby. Oh. I would say he is, oh. <laughs> well, he seems to be bringing you to climax right now, yeah, judging yeah. by that I'm, noise. I'm trying, to, um, I'm trying to get to that mental state where you can just know everything and you're at one with the universe. Oh, you're, you're like trying to astral project yeah. into Mark Sanders' yeah. house. Go looking for that yeah. framed <laughs> diploma on the wall <laughs> and the Indian restaurant menu on no. the fridge with one <laughs> item circled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With this is my favourite written underneath. As we all do. I'm trying to astral project into the job interview where he's applying for it and I'm, I'm the guy that's interviewing him and I'm saying, just show me, if you can just show me your reference, if you can just... If you can just get that out for me. And by um, the way, every day we have curry for lunch in this yeah, office. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, this interview is going too long. It's 12.30. What say 
We go to lunch together right now and we come back and talk about the rest of the interview after I'll that. I'll phone ahead. Tell me now yeah. what I should order. Tell me now. <laughs> and 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 uh, Let me stress it. You, you, or definitely order your favourite thing. Yeah. Don't just get something that you feel like on a whim right now. Order your absolute favourite. Yeah. And don't waste, don't waste anyone's <laughs> time. Hold up your diploma with the Indian <laughs> menu circled. Circle both. Circle what you want now and what you studied. And all this, all this explanation is taking way too long in the room. You can feel yourself <laughs> slipping back into your actual body. You're like, no, yeah, yeah. speed it up. I'm hanging on there. I'm hanging on. I think I can see it. I think I can see it. Tommy. Walk towards the light, uh, Carl. Kill Tommy. yourself. Walk into the light. <laughs> Tommy, I think I can see it. Oh, it's it, – he, he did teaching mm-hmm. and and – now, what's his? What did he study? <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, uh, and a. Oh God! You've forgotten the names of other curries, haven't you? Okay, you hillbilly. <laughs> Beef vindaloo and butter chicken are yeah, off the table. I know. It's impossible for more than one person to like the, a thing. Beef or black bean sauce. <laughs> there you go. It's not Indian. I know. We didn't say it was had to be Indian. We just said favorite curry. Oh yeah, so well, you can pick one of your either, precious though. Thai curries. That's like that's like that's not a curry. It's Chinese. Yeah, I know. I feel like we failed on every level. Mm. Well, I mean, just one of us. Right. You had a full out of body experience. <laughs> you were able to fucking see into this guy's past, and you still couldn't come up with an answer. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a bit of a failure to be able to jump into. And uh, into dimension, you know, jump into a different dimension, basically, and and, mm. and still not remember what's on the fucking menu at an Indian restaurant. I don't mind this. We've done different ones every week, but I, I kind of like the idea of keeping, at the very least, favourite food on the table. Okay, all right. Well, um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Tommy. Mm. I don't mind saying this. I am mentally drained from astral projection. Right, but yeah. we've only there's. According to Google, there's we've only done half there, of the Spice Girls. According to Google, there's 96 Spice Girls. Wow, and we've only done four names. Holy shit! So we'd be, I mean, we'd be calling it so early. We should do a new segment where you just name all the nicknames of the 96 Spice Girls. Then, oh, okay. There's Posh. There's Baby. There's Scary. There's Ginger. Mm-hmm. Sporty. Right. By my count, 91 that's, to go. That's 95. Well, I'm. <laughs> what Groucho? <laughs> Chico. And that's it. Harpo. Huey, Dewey and Louie. Yes, go on. My neck, my back. <laughs> my pussy. My crack. My, my pussy spice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a member of the Spice Girls. <laughs> wow. It's weird for her that, to be so your early on in the countdown. She should be number 96. Was that your favourite of the Spice Girls? Oh, definitely. Mm. No, I'm a bit of a weirdo. I'm a bit more of a fan of my neck. Right, I got a bit of a you know, bit of a bit of a weird fetish thing going on, mm, okay. like necks. Really? Mm. Mm, yeah, got nothing. Got nothing for necks. Um, all right, so we'll do one more. One last one. One last one. One last one. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it's another it's another late night edition of Talking Dum Dum where we're both. Would much rather be in bed. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make that call. Definitely. What's the time? Ten twenty-one. Yeah, I'd be starting to think about bed. Yeah. Yeah. I want some bed action. Um, Crawl in and read my little book. Oh yeah, you got a book. Got a little book on the go. What do you got? Norwegian wood. Oh, they made that. 
What? The novelization of, of the, the song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they stretched it out. It's stretched. <laughs> there's a right. there's a um there's a page of photos in the middle of it. Yeah. from the song. Got a couple of those ones. A couple of spread <laughs> yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. Font's pretty big. It's yeah. taken me a while to get through. Yeah, it's funny. I'm I'm actually reading Love Me Do at the moment. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I I feel like um. I feel like they got most of the good stuff into the song, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bit of padding. Um, so, speaking of padding, um, let's do this. Now, look, a lot of people criticise me. Um, the end. Yeah. Now, they, <laughs> the reasons why, one of them is, that, you know, people criticise about the, the – I've read some of these names out twice before. Yes. You know, I think that's unfair. I'm doing, a, doing my best – I'm doing what I believe to be a good job. Mm. I'm uh, well, doing. That's untrue. I'm I'm doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. I'm just using the software that is supposedly supposed to be the the, the best thing for the job. Yeah, you know, it's um, I update it most weeks, mm-hmm. so it's the newest technology. So, you know, I'm doing everything I can. I think. Yeah. Now sometimes things slip through the net, but I've I've really tried this week. Okay. okay? I have, uh, um, like I said, I've updated, I've, I've done all the updates. Uh, I've double-checked it across hard copies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you printed them out? Yeah. And you cross-referenced that to the digital I've version. gone through the entire history of this show uh, and made, you know what, I've even made a, um, a list of every word we've said on this show just to, to double-check. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I've got a complete big listing of... Um, uh, uh, of every word we've we've said on this show, I've cross-referenced that I I believe um, I'm definitely we've got we've here's here's a name that we haven't had on before. Okay, fantastic. Right. So thank you to Patreon subscriber Mr. Comedy. Hmm. Mm. So thank you for chipping in uh, and listening to the show and putting your uh, money where your mouth is and. Uh, you know, keeping the the lights running in here and dumb dumb because HQ. we uh, now really I know appreciate that it. I kn- uh, look, I know you're just saying you went to all this extra work this week, mm-hmm. and I don't want to shit all over it. Yep, that that's appreciated. Thank you. However, you stupid cunt. Um, now we have had a Mister Comedy already. In uh, fact, I believe it was it, it was it was one of the first. Uh, it was the first member of the comedy family that I believe we ever met. Um, now, look, now, I'm not saying that it's the same... I'm not saying that it's the same person. Mm. Because, I mean, Mr., you know, it's just a prefix. Right. So there could be, you know... Well, it could just be me, a different person with the last name comedy who happens me, to be a man. hard for me to believe, given all the things I just said, all the things I just said about yeah. that I'd obviously been checking everything. Yeah. So it seems to me a little bit weird that I would have such a run-up mm. and describe all the hard work yeah. I'd done. Yeah, yeah. And then the end of it is yeah. the opposite of yeah. what I've just said. You're right. It is weird. That now I I find that that would be a a, a very weird exercise. Yeah. To, hey, to I a, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so one of us has got to be wrong. Well, Surely. Uh, I don't think uh, either of us has to be wrong. Oh, really? I mean, like I said, I've heard the name Mr. Comedy on the show before. Okay. I'm trying to let you off the hook here. Oh, okay. If I was not a good friend, I would just go, right. you idiot, it's clearly the exact same person. Right. 
I'm trying to g- I'm giving you an olive branch here and saying okay. this could be a different person right. that's also a Mr. Comedy. Yep. You okay. know. There could I, be I mean look, there could be hundreds of these guys in the world for yeah, all you're we know. Right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. There could be I mean I mean in many ways a lot of a lot of times at, in this bit of the show <laughs> the name that you read out could just be simplified to Mr. Comedy. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, Tiger Woods comedy, tram comedy. Mm-hmm. Donald J comedy, <laughs> super comedy, John, John super comedy could go either way. That oh could be yeah. a misses. John Wilkes comedy, he, yeah, he could, he could, yeah, they could all be. I've for, forgotten a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you hear them all set in a row together. Boy, it's yeah. it's pretty damning stuff. It's a it's a yeah. It's we've we've had some in a way we've had some weird named people mm. contribute to the show. It's a veritable. What's the opposite of a gold mine? Yeah, um, <laughs> death trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think we got to give this guy like a like Mister Comedy too, because well, otherwise, how are we going to tell these guys apart at our yearly Patreon end of financial year <laughs> party oh, that we have? It's coming up. It's not too far away. Oh, now. when is it? Well, at the end of financial year. Oh, okay. Is that I, – I thought maybe that was uh, – Well, it, we Patreon's, had our own... Patreon's end of financial year is yeah. March the 15th. Oh, really? So it's pretty soon. That is that is very soon. Some, I can't remember when people are hearing some this. Some might say that is tomorrow for the people that are just hearing this. Uh, oh, no, in a no, week. It's in a week. In a week. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Hey, look. sneak peek for the listeners. We got an episode in the can yeah. for next week before more, we did this ad. More importantly – Mr. Comedy. Mm. What Mr. Did he, Comedy, Mr. What did, Comedy 2. What did he study? Oh. And what's his Indian dish? Um, comedy. He studied comedy. Mm. Or is that his Indian dish? Well, I'm trying to think. I'm feeling so tired. I'm feeling my, I feel like I'm slurring my words now. Mm. I'm getting too tired. I left an hour ago. <laughs> a, this is a figment of your imagination. Um, this is a beautiful the, well, dream. I reckon he studied comedy and what's the funniest curry? Well, you just said Vindaloo. Well, yeah, Vindaloo. I feel like – but if you're going to be truly comedy, you can't say the same thing. My cat is rolling up. What, what's, what's in your bag that's – what's been in your bag that carries the microphones? Because my cat is going insane. Yeah, now. nothing. And good that now I'm going to take this bag back into oh, my room and fuck. transfer this fucking cat hair into oh, my house. Oh, no. You shithead. Crunchy. Oh, you're killing Tommy. You are getting stuck into that microphone bag. No, it's because it's got like a little – it's a tote bag, so she's, she's enjoying the handle. Oh, she is that can, all? I think she's trying to hang herself. <laughs> <laughs> she genuinely has got her head through the handle yeah. and she's rolling around in it because oh. she's been listening to this for 45 <laughs> minutes going, take me now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that's 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 pretty rich considering Crunchy Comedy started subscribing like about three weeks ago. Mm, that's, yeah, it's pretty weird that she's well, now trying to kill herself rather than listen to the things yeah, she sponsors. A, a typical listener of this show, right? A cat. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, okay. Uh, so, uh, studied comedy. Favorite curry is up the bum, no bait. <laughs> wow. There you go. <laughs> now that's wow. twinsies. Now that's, that's a spicy one. <laughs> That's as, that's as hot as they come. 
Oh, we got there. All right, guys, patreon.com slash little dum dum club. Thank you to everyone who contributes to the show. We really appreciate it. Come see us at one of our live shows, Melbourne, Adelaide. Uh, yes, a bunch of great episodes coming up in the feed the next few weeks. Uh, yeah, heaps of great stuff that we've got booked in, which we're looking forward to bringing to you. Come say hi. We're going to be all around the joint. Mm. La- you know, all, all the shows will hang around afterwards. Come and see yes. the show. All, we've got great, great, great guests. Apart from the fact you get to see your two little chums that you listen yeah. to every week. We've got great different guests at all of those cities. And yep. it is the time of the year to come and, um, uh, uh, you know, have an absolute belter. We're going to have so much fun the next couple of weeks. So yep. we'd love you to be part. Yeah. Um, guys, we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah.